You can't just put me on the spot like that. That's that's not okay. But he did though. But I did though. But you didn't though. But I did. But why? Because my why? table. You're a lizard. I got him. <laughs> my beans. I spilled them. My beans. See you next time. <laughs> that's all, folks. Rude. Bunt? Dunt. Bunt? Okay. Shunt? <laughs> Hunt. Scoont! Scoont. Is that even a word? <laughs> yes. It is a word when you're with us. It's a word. We made it. We built that word from the ground up. It flumed. It was our word. Flumed. I already said flumed. Doont. What is this? Just Dude. alliteration and automatopias? Those are some big words for someone with income shot distance. We all are. <laughs>and welcome back to another episode of the Holiform TV podcast. I'm your host Tristan, joined of course by Brody. Speak yep. boy. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> and then Callahan's back. Hello. For a very special episode. Uh, we actually just finished Callahan's very first Dungeons and Dragons DM experience. Woo. Woo! <laughs> we just wrapped it up. Uh, so later on in the episode, we'll talk about that. Right. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, Brody, how's your how's your week been, man? Uh, actually, pretty good. Fuck yeah! Um, I got my car back. Hey, hey, is it outside? Yes. Hey, hey. Um, for those who don't, no know, more big brown bitch. No more beige beige bitch. bitch. Sorry, excuse <laughs> um, me. For those not in the loop, everybody in this room is. Uh, my transmission went out about seven months ago. Almost over half a year ago. <laughs> about seven or so. Well, actually, it was going out before that, but I decided to do something about it about seven months ago. Uh, my car's been not being worked on it while being void. worked on simultaneously <laughs> uh, for about seven months. It's just been chilling every time. Hey, man, we got it fixed, but um, there's another problem. What kind of problem? Bro, the problem. Bro, they let it sit so long, my battery dead sailed, and I'm like, <laughs> it's been sitting for seven months because of you guys. Put a fucking battery Facts, in it. Facts, for real. So they put a new battery in it, so that's awesome. Yeah. Good shit. But then when I got it back, I had to lift it up in the air and finish tightening some things that they didn't do and drain out some fluid out of the transmission because they overfilled it. Uh, <laughs> people not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, the long and short of it is, I was going to take it to my preferred transmission shop, but they had like a six-week backlog. Ooh. You might as well have done that. I, I should yeah. have. <laughs> I should have in hindsight, but at the time, yeah, at the time, six weeks was a long fucking time. Well, at the time, it, you know, it was supposed to be done within less than a month, right? Because <laughs> they didn't really have any where I took it initially. I'm dying. They didn't. 
really have a problem doing it. And then the company that we were working for at the time decided to put out more mandates about wearing masks and the tech that was supposed to do it was just like, nah, fuck that. We're going to follow all the rules now. Fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> Damn. Pew, pew, pew. And then uh, it took Shots like fired. it took like a month and a half to get the actual reman transmission. So that's not a problem. Did you just hear a horn beep? No. No. I'm deaf, man. You think I can hear the subtle noise? I should stop doing drugs. Anyway. You don't do drugs. I don't do drugs, but I should stop. Uh, <laughs> you got some cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> you got some cocaine? Cocaine, cocaine? Ay, ay, ay. I got some cane sugar. <laughs> wink, wink. Got some of that 100% cure. <laughs> Icing sugar. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> we do not endorse drugs. Kids don't do drugs. Do drugs. But, so, he refused to work on it. Right. Uh, That was about a two and a half, three month process for him to get to that point because we were waiting on transmission, we were waiting on a bunch of things, uh, which I wasn't mad about, but now I was pretty upset at the time that he, after saying, yeah, we're going to do it, and then he then just like, flaked. (laughs) Okay. What am I going to do now? If I take it to another shop, the I'm going to have to restart the entire process. Right. New, new inspector, new all sorts of things. So you picked the lesser of the two evils, just left it there. And transferred it to my shop that I was working at at the time with uh, only one person with enough experience to properly do this. And everybody else just... Uh, it was a fucking nightmare. It sat in the air for about three months. <laughs> Just me sitting at the service desk in the back, staring at my own car that I didn't drive to work. (laughs) And then I got a new job, as we know, Mm -hmm. and it still sat for another three months. That's why they didn't get in a hurry about it. You were gone anyway. Fuck them. My bad. (laughs) It was was supposed to be done the week I was leaving. Uh How'd that go? Uh, It didn't because, can I say fucktard? You just did. <laughs> sure. Fuck them. I'm asking you because we can just cut it out. Okay, we're not going to do that. All right. So, fucked hard. <laughs> uh, he said, can I say this? Broke hey, my, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Broke my shifter <laughs> linkage. Uh-huh. Broke my shifter linkage, so they had to call Subaru to, Subaru? to get one shipped over from Japan. Right. In this climate of shipping... And then that one was also wrong. <laughs> hmm. So twice. Um, what else? <laughs> what other things? They overfilled it by like two whole quarts, which if you don't know anything about systems under pressure, which transmissions usually are, mm-hmm. if you overfill it, it blows out seals. Yeah, we've had that happen Kay. a lot at work. All right. They didn't bolt up my, my exhaust headers. Properly, so those right. could have just fallen off, and I've been <laughs> shed of luck. And if those fall off, the headers—if they fall off, your car doesn't run right because it uses the back pressure for right. to make it run proper. So they didn't bolt up the headers. They didn't put the bottom, uh, not skid plate, but like arrow shaping plate. Yeah, I don't mind that as much. It was kind of annoying anyway for doing anything. But they didn't put it back. They didn't realign my car after detaching a bunch of stuff to get the transmission out. <laughs> they overfilled the transmission. They didn't check on the on the state of my car, like if the oil was okay or anything like like they just 
all right, it's in, it works, take it. And I'm like, I understand this has been a long, frustrating process. Believe me, yeah. I do. The problem is I like all of you. Yeah. Because the only people who are still there are the people that I actually liked. Right. So I don't want to call the corporate entity entity about it because they'll all get in trouble because they're not technically supposed to do transmissions. Right. However, I've been down a car for seven months. Fact. Yeah. So I'm in a weird spot. However, water off a duck's back. I'm going to let it go. I got my car back. Duck. So. Fuck yeah. Best part, best part, I went to fill up gas at the same point I'd normally fill the base bitch up. Yep. Same range, like same range available on the full tank, Mm -hmm. $35 versus almost $60. And I'm like, oh, good, Gorgon Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, praise Gorgon Morgan. Oh shit. He said, Wow. Wow, so this is what gas mileage feels like. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well fuck yeah, man. That's good. What about you, Callahan? How's your week been? Uh it's been pretty good. Um sadly I have to go back to second on Monday. Uh, me too. Yeah, well, because uh one of our techs got fired. You live on second. Shut the fuck up. That's You're not right. special. <laughs> you ain't been late no more, have you? Hey, me late? Yeah. I've never been late to work. The other day you said you were because they were they you had gotten confused about your hours. Oh no, yeah. leaving late. Oh, leaving. Okay. Yeah, I was okay, leaving okay. early. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 no, I'm never late to work. I'm no. at work like almost an hour early. Oh no, that, that's right. You would you would left early. That's yeah, why. That sounds like early. an absolute living hell. Stop. Well, going to work early. An hour early. Well, thirty minutes. I get. That's enough time to get you get you center center of gravity centrified. I live an hour away from work. I know. I have to drive an hour to get to work through downtown Greenville. Hi, early in the morning. I live traffic's bad. I live that life as well. Yeah, so you understand. understand. However, I like to be early, Brody. That's it. However, ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Ten minutes. An hour early is a bit excessive for me. Well, I mean, I can barely reach my ass, and I can shit. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you now. What is this? I know this is not going anywhere. Right? No, it's it's going somewhere. This is a, du- a a rant about you how you wipe your ass to get to work. Duck. No, I can shit, set up my box, put on my clothes, and smoke a cigarette in twenty minutes. Like also, if I clock in that early, I get paid overtime. Damn, I get a little bit more money. For it's I'm okay. I'm always like ten minutes late. <laughs> Nah, I um, the other day I, the I forgot that I was supposed to go in at two after our Thanksgiving break. I forgot we were supposed to go in at two o'clock and one o'clock hit, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I got up real quick, got in the shower, got out, fed the dogs, left the house at one fifty, still got there right on time. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, living close to work." God, I wish I lived close to work. <laughs> Pretty great. But continue. The Sorry, closest, go ahead. Never mind. Shut the fuck up, buddy. ever had was Vapor Realm. <laughs> yeah, actually. Mm. That was still like 25 minutes. <laughs> That's just because you live in the cut. Yeah, Where are we cut. at now, motherfucker? Mountains, not the cut. The cut. This is the mountains. You live in the Great Plains of Greer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I live in the foothills. 
of Taylor's. <laughs> AKA the Great Plains of Greer. Taylor's. My address is Taylor's, but I technically live 30 minutes away from Taylor's proper. How the fuck does that's just city like, lines work? That's just like Josh's mom's house is in the one sliver that's yep. technically Tigerville, and it's all TR around her. Yeah. <laughs> how do fucking county lines or know, how I do mean, city lines work? I'll tell you right now, when I was li- when I was still living with my parents, yeah. if I was one house over to they the were right, right? Yeah, I lived in Greer, so I went to Greer Middle and all that. Yep. That's where I was zoned. But one step over, if I like was Taylor's. literally to the house to my right, I could have gone to. Uh, Wade Hampton. Uh, wait, not Wade Hampton. Riverside. 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 Oh, okay. I was I was zoned for Riverside at that point. I was zoned for Riverside, but my mom put me in Blue Ridge. That was a good choice. Yep. Damn. So it's not even zoning that made us friends. It's literally your mom's choice of like, you're gonna go to this backwater fuckhole. <laughs> Yee. <laughs> and I went to the hood. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because you know where I lived with my mom. It's not far from Blue Ridge. It's like 10 minutes. But yeah. technically, it's Taylor's. So yeah. I was technically zoned for Riverside. I'm technically Taylor's. If they told me to go to Taylor's Elementary <laughs> and Riverside and all the. And Riverside, I'd be like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> Truancy, bitch. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have known any different. Yeah, I would have. My mom would be like, fuck, I'm not driving you over there. <laughs> I went to Chandler. Truancy, bitch. I'd rather pay for you to go to Blue Ridge Christian Academy. <laughs> <laughs> go do some drugs over there. Yeah. BRCA. Yeah, yeah. BRCA. Burka, burka, burka. I knew some kids from fucking Blue Ridge Christian Academy. They were fucking wild. Yeah. So Christian schools usually are. It's an academy. They, they're, they're forced to be goody-goody, so they rebel. It's like anyone who it's goes like to preacher's Bob Jones. Daughters. I was about to say, Bob Jones. Go to Bob Jones. Trying to get some weird sloppy toppy, go to Bob Jones. <laughs> Josh eventually used to be like, "Hey, on my break, I'm gonna slip down here." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Robert Jones the third. Ye. <laughs> now shut up. Let Callahan speak. Bobby Jones. <laughs> go ahead. I forgot where I was, to be honest. Uh, work. Work. Uh, yeah. Um, Said you're going back a second. Yeah, because uh, one of our techs got fired recently. What are you fired for? Not doing his job. No. And he had a piss poor attitude. Sounds about right. I mean, literally, he called me a monkey. <laughs> because I'm a PM tech like he was. And he says a fucking monkey can do this job. Oh. And to be honest, I almost fucking decked the kid. You should have. <gasps> Oh, you want to talk, Brody? Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Why didn't you hit him? You just reminded me that I got some. Because I like my job, and I'm actually progressing in my job, so I'm almost going to get a promotion soon. Fuck yeah. What about outside of work? Outside of work? Hit uh, him. It's been good. I mean, I've been going to a lot of uh, the, on the weekends, doing the fairs and stuff with yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Seeing cool shit. Because y'all went it. to that. Um, we went to the punk, punk rock. The punk hazard flea yeah. market, which was. It was interesting. I'll say yeah. that. I know it's probably yeah, different. It, it's it's just edgy ass shits there all the time. Fuck yeah. Like, someone like made a a baby duck taxidermy in a dress. It's it's very niche shit. Yeah, Fucking that's hard. DIY punk rock shit. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, and guess what I learned about it? Uh-huh. I ran into Nicole that same day yeah. at Target. David's. Yeah, David's oh, okay. Nicole. And I told her about it, you know, because I thought they would like to go do that on the weekend thing. Apparently, Dave, their friend runs it. Oh shit! Yeah, David's David Nicole's friend runs the that whole thing. Sounds about 
Sounds right. right. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. They, of course, they would know who it yeah, was. Of course, right? Of course, they fucking would. David Nicole. Of course, Love they would know. <laughs> Speaking of people that like used to be in the vapor realm family, since you mentioned David Preston, would be very proud of my Spotify. Like he would top one hundred playlists for twenty twenty one because I have Turnstile, Harm's Way. <laughs> power trip <laughs> like i have basically preston's hardcore playlist yep and like you mean his playlist yes what did you just hit uh book things step his hardcore playlist plus about 20 suicide boys songs Whoa! plus like some death metal stuff <laughs> and like it's a trip and like i'll it'll randomly go from like oh uh, fuck What's the name of that band? Shit. I think that's the coolest thing that Spotify Shadow, does, though. Shadow of Intent yeah. to fucking Bill Murray. <laughs> like, it's wild. Like, that whole, like, Spotify, like, year-end rap thing yeah, is bro, really fucking cool. If you to collect my data, at least do at something least show that me. I would like. Yeah, at least show me. Because, yeah. like, it's cool because at the end of the year, um, I just play that playlist. Because like the end of the year, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, let's see what I, and I'm just like, oh shit, oh shit. And it's cool because you don't realize what songs you listen to the most, yeah, until they tell you. Like my my number one song, I had played it like forty something times because I've been listening to a lot of Audible this year. So basically, my Spotify kind of went down. But I was just like, dude, it's crazy because I didn't even know I listened to that song that much. I was like, damn, that's cool. I think my number one song was a uh, fistful of roses is a Celtic is from a Celtic uh, right. rock band. It's a great song, right? But yeah, uh, and I said my number one genre was Celtic music. Yeah, too. I saw that. I saw that. Blah, 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 a bunch of crazy. Mine, uh, mine. The Who was number three? Fuck yeah! And my not, number one song was shoot. "Leaving" by uh, by Zach Bryan, and I didn't even realize I'd listen to that song that much. But it's funny because so. Leaving by Zach Bryan had like 48 plays. Last year, my number one song was Humming by Terminover, and it had almost 400 plays. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I listened so, to a lot of Turnover right. last year. All right, so, so, so my number one song is Fucked. Mm-hmm. So someone... Your number one artist was Suicide Boys this year because the last three months. Bro. <laughs> I don't, I know, like the last like month and a half, like the last six weeks of this year, I've just been on a huge, huge uh, trip and literally, absolutely, like literally in six weeks, I went into their top 3% of listeners. Yeah. I'm in the top 0.5% of Zach Bryan fans, which was pretty fucking cool. Hmm. But mine's fucked because, ooh. Somewhere at some point and somehow someone stole the information of my Spotify. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And they listened to a Hispanic song featuring the rapper Reggie Mills seventy six times. You know, I would do that. I think that's funny. Someone just literally hacked into your Spotify. Barbie girl would that be what I accidentally logged on it somehow, bro, and just listened to the random. I music. would play Barbie girl constantly just to no, no, run no. somebody's up. The whole bro. story of the hunger, hunger caterpillar. I Spotify needs to add a feature that blocks songs. Yes, like yes. I don't want to hear this song. I think if you skip over a song more than like. 10 times it won't play it again it should ask you be like do you want to remove this song from your playlist or from your rotation it's not on a playlist like just they would go in and just find the song and just play it 
and I, <laughs> I was wondering why that song would always be up half the time. Like, I would be off my Spotify, and I'd launch it, and it would be there. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Someone's fucking with you. Spotify trying to tell you something, dog. So I went in there. It really Learn wants you to hear that. Log out, of, log out on all devices. Change passwords. Speaking of learning Spanish. I bought a Spanish book. That's that's nice. Come on, Tayamas. Oh. And I bought a Latin book, too. Okay. Well, that's useless. Why do you want to learn Latin? Just because it's cool. It's dead languages. So. Well, I mean, it's the roots of pretty much all modern languages. I mean, of you're the right. European but space, with the exception, like Latin it's never cool. comes in handy. No, yeah, and I mean, like that's just like Jacob was just like. Yes, it does. It helps you. Going to learn Latin? No, you go. You're not going to the medical profession. I'm like, no, I'm you're not. You don't need to go to the medical profession. No, no but like <laughs> Latin helps if you go into like a well, medical. Yeah, field. I mean, like, it, it also, a lot of it it also helps, helps you break down the etymology of the words we use on a daily exactly. basis. Exactly, and see, because of the fact that I want to be an author. If I have that and I know Latin, I'll know some cooler terms. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. I'm smart. <laughs> Do you want to know why I got really, really hyped for a second? Because Callahan reminded me of something. Excuse me. Go yeah, ahead. sure. Why not? I got a new tool today. Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay, wait. Well, where such a in fucking loser. Someone got <laughs> fired. Got you. Oh, I got a new tool. It just popped in my head. That's what gets his gizmos grinding. I mean, I get excited when I get new tools. I got a whole brand new gun punch set in my box, and I love it. Gun anyway, it's, uh, it's meant for guns. Huh. I bought a whole punch set that's meant for taking oh, apart guns. Okay. Because I like these because they have little ball tips on pin punches. Where? So you can actually set it in certain like uh, spring coils. Oh, okay. So you can just punch them through. Yep. They're oh. really nice. To be honest, if you want a punch set, get a gunsmith punch set. They're the Fuck best yeah. set to have. That's I bought cool a shit. like forty-seven piece punch set from Matco, and it's like lifetime warranty. If I break one, they're just replace it. Mine comes from a Trekking or something like that. It's like mm. TX, and they're a great brand. Anyway, so the strap-on man showed up today. Yeah, that's <clears> right. And he walked in with some stuff in his hand, and he sat some sat some things on my box, and I'm like, ooh, what what, what type of debt are you in hold today? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that he said strap-on no, and not snap-on? everyone calls snap-on strap-on. Since fucking when? Because bro, you get fucked when you buy their shit. Bro, there's, there's snap-on drivers that literally have on their steps, after the first step, it's consensual. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, you, know what, you have no idea how many like people... I mean, in all, almost all our professions, I'm in fifteen thousand dollars of tool truck debt. <laughs> dude, yeah, people. My brother is in debt with a toolbox. Well, like, I think he finally just paid it off like last month. Couldn't be me. Anyway, so he shows up with the most <sighs> with the most single function tool that I've ever been like. It, no, no, no. Yes. I ordered it. I ordered this one specifically. It is completely and utterly single function. What does it do? It is a Venturi vacuum bleeder. <laughs> How much was this? Uh, Too much. Like three fifty. Too much. Let's go to Amazon. Like I said, I'm in Harbor Freight. <laughs> they don't have them. And they're still Amazon. <laughs> they're still the pretty much the same price on Amazon because they're a very specialty tool. However, what it's used for, you'll think is bleeding venturis. No, it's, <laughs> uh, it's used for coolant. Oh. So what you what it is is you hook an air hose up to it and it pulls a vacuum on the coolings on the coolant system. Hi, buddy. 
it pulls vacuum on the cooling system oh. because it's a completely closed system. And so it has a hose coming out of one side. You turn on the air, and it pulls vacuum, and any sort of uh, leftover coolant residue, anything, spits out the first hose. And so you just run it into a, any sort of catch can that you have available. Right. Then you turn off the air. You turn off the airline, right? You stick the other hose in a bucket of coolant. You flip the other valve, and it's like... <laughs> bro. You're useful. Bleeding a coolant system takes like 45 fucking minutes. Not anymore. It took me three. Damn. Hell yeah. Okay. Three fucking minutes. Hell yeah. To fill up a cooling system. Damn. I would have literally been sitting there for like 50 minutes trying to bleed this thing the, the old fashioned way. Yeah. Worth every fucking penny. I bet. That's what's up, dude. No, honestly. Okay, so I'm sorry, but your phone vibrated. My phone, to tell you how shit my phone's gotten, it does not vibrate anymore. <laughs> so I have to have it on a ring or else I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And like it's dropping calls, so if someone tries to call me, sometimes it just will not come through. Yeah, I still don't understand why I can't call you normally. I have to call you through Messenger. It still won't let you call me? It won't let me call you. Every time I call you, it's, it's pretty much saying your phone's not activated for some reason. But I've seen other people call you and yeah. you gets gets through. Do fucking huh? So I call you through that's why I call you through messenger all the time. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you about that today. I was just like, why do you call me through Messenger? Yeah, because that's the only way it goes through. I can text you just fine. Yeah. But I can't call you. That's fucking weird. I don't know why. That's really strange. It really, I think it's, and it has to be only me. No, because Casey was saying the same thing the other day. She said that she tried to call me like three or four times the other day and it didn't come through. I've never had a problem because your phone knows better. Um, So guess what happened to me last night? For the very, very first time ever, I locked my keys in my car. <laughs> Ever like literally? It's, this is, okay, I was gonna say you got fingered, but this is way better. <laughs> no, I would have been way more excited. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so um, I went to Walmart to go pick up my tree. Of course, you went to Walmart. And um, who has your extra key? I don't have an extra key. Why don't you have oh. an extra key? Because I never got one. Why does it smell like banana? Oh, sorry. Your vape. Yep. <laughs> so, um, got out the store and I opened my door and I always open my door, Check hit unlock, and I throw my keys in the front seat. But I locked the door instead of hit unlock. Yeah. And usually I just leave the front door open because I'm right there. Who the fuck's going to try to take my car when I'm right there? I'll beat the shit out of somebody. But, but, but no. So let me tell you why. So I went to leave. <clears throat> leaving Walmart. Me and a friend were leaving, and I'm just like, okay. I just scanned everything, swiped the card, did what I got to do. The woman goes, did you scan the Christmas tree? I was like, fuck you mean did I scan the Christmas tree? Yeah. And she's just like, are you sure? And I was like, why, you want to see my fucking receipt? So I handed her a receipt. She looks at it, and she goes, okay, you're good. And I was like, the fuck am I do? Steal the Christmas tree? You, you fucking couldn't? Yes. You, how the fuck am I going to steal a Christmas tree? You Dude, people walk, out, walk out with it? Easily. I understand that. But I was just like, sure, okay. Why am I fucking going to steal a Christmas tree? You go on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> you find a disgruntled Walmart employee, buy their vest, walk in, grab the shit, and when someone questions, like, nah, man, I'm grabbing it for some... Uh, someone told me to take it to this guy's car. You just walk out with it. What are they going to do? They're not getting paid enough to question you. <laughs> You're in a vest, and the so. turnover rate so vest. and the turnover rate so high. You could just be a new hire they haven't met yet. That's true. 
It's Walmart. Though. You're in a vest. <laughs> I love how that's his defense. You're in a You're vest. In a I have a friend who's done this. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, we called him Hefe. <laughs> this so he's Hispanic. <laughs> nah, he's white. <laughs> his, his name was Jeff. <laughs> so we called him Hefe. Anyway, uh, this is back when Walmart just had the vest sitting up yeah. front. He literally walked in, grabbed, grabbed one. the vest, went to the back, went to the back of the electronic section, grabbed like a 50-inch flat screen TV just that walked was the fuck out. brand new at the time, walked out with it, the buzzer went off, he yelled, I got it, in the vest, and just kept going with it. What a goon. We did not endorse this, but what a goon. Some goddamn <laughs> Ryan got fired. <laughs> so, it just works. <clears throat> so I was upset. Because I was like, I just got accused of stealing a fucking tree. Like, how am I? How, why the fuck am I still a tree? So, because you want to save Christmas, but you're too poor. It's crazy making Hollywood. So I, I got out there to my car, and I, I, I go to do my normal rigmarole, and I close the door, and then I go to open the back door, and it goes, dunk-dunk. and I'm just like, oh fuck me. <sighs> so then I check the front door. Dunk-dunk. Oh wait, no way. So then, I went exploring around my car just to see if just so happened there was one of like the bu- latch buttons on like the trunk that I never knew about. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. So I'm like, um, hey. My friend was like, yeah. I was like, I locked my keys in the car. <laughs> so then I called Papa Lock. <coughs> They're like, okay, they'll be there soon. An hour later. Yeah, soon as an hour for those yep, people. Yep, an hour later. Atlanta's and the, three. Yeah. The dude was just like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I had four or five calls come in right at the same time, and you were the last one on the list. I'm so sorry. I'll be there in about 10 minutes. I was like, you're good, man. He shows up. He's like, oh, okay, that's an easy one. See, this wouldn't have been that bad if I wouldn't have, if that cop hadn't taken my Slim Jim three or four years ago, but it still would have been in the car, so it wouldn't have helped me none. Yeah. Anyway. Going to Walmart and still <coughs> a coat hanger. That's the, but they were closed. Oh, yeah. We're they the closed at 11. <laughs> Because I literally. Why were you buying a tr- Christmas tree at ten fifty? Because I have depression. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> no, fair. So anyway, Not he opened fair, my door, and the guy, accurate. the guy was just like, "So what? Ha- does this happened on time." I'm like, "Actually, no. In twenty six years of being alive, this is the very first time I've ever locked my own keys in my car. Normally, I'm the one that people call to get their keys out their car." And he's just like, "Really?" I was like, "Yep." He goes, "What happened tonight?" I was like, "I got accused of stealing a Christmas tree, so I was upset." So I got home at like twelve o'clock, and then I put my Christmas tree up. You know, it's a funny thing. I have a punch card now because I've locked my keys in the car so much. I shit you not, I have a punch card from Papa Lock. <laughs> it's in my nightstand at home. It's my favorite little memento I have. You want to know what the most upsetting part about it though was? Hmm. Let's see the worst part. Here's the worst part. You ready for the worst part? No. Got back, got the lights up, got the garland on the tree, got all this cool stuff on there, right? Went to hang ornaments, and guess what? Ain't got no hooks. I forgot the ornament hooks. Come to my <laughs> place, man. We have boxes of hooks. Do you understand how <laughs> egregiously angry I was? <laughs> Fuck this. I'm just putting it in the tiny hole. No, I, no, I tried. But then we pull, I accidentally pulled the top off of one of the ornaments, and I was just like, Whoa! Usaba! And I was just like, I need. Uh, and I just kind of sat down on the floor and just looked mad as shit at this tree. And I'm just like, and she's like, at least your tree looks pretty. I'm like, 
Yeah. It does. Without ornaments. <laughs> so, he said well, with venom. No, no. You want to know what was funny, though? She's just like, hey, where are the hooks? And I was just like, fuck you talking about? She's like, where are the hooks for the ornaments? And I was like, they come with it. And she goes, no, since don't. the fuck when? And I was like, don't you fucking yell at me about this. I don't fucking do this shit. They don't come with ornaments? And she's just like, no. I was like, well, damn. Nope. You no, buy Christmas hooks. trees don't come with ornaments. And Not hooks this. don't come with ornaments either. That's the, the, the ornaments come with hooks. I thought they did. Nope. I know specialty ones do. Yeah, specialty. The expensive ones. The expensive ones have, like, string. Shout string, out. yarn, yeah. deciding. I thought well, about you using some zip month. ties, but... <laughs> That'd be, Hell real, yeah. that'd be almost too redneck. No, no, that's just that's just genius. <laughs> American never, ingenuity. Because they never fall off. And then you can just pack the tree up with the ornaments on it. Exactly. Nah, I wouldn't nah do that. that'd break. If you're gentle enough. I'm not. And you're, you, Have you I'm met sorry, me? you're never too gentle with the tree. Have you met me? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'd literally move my tree and the ornament fell off and almost shattered. I was so pissed. Because I'd literally just... Your wife would have murdered you. Oh, no, no. She laughed. <laughs> she laughed because how I think it was because I saved it because how pissed off I got because an ornament fell. <laughs> no, I literally went to go move the. We have a tree, you know, what a tree collar is. Yeah, I went to go move the tree collar a little bit and just shimmy the tree base a little bit, and a fucking ornament fell. And I was like, motherfucking god! <laughs> I got so mad. I haven't seen Mad Callahan in so long. I don't know why it blew me up. I don't know where the anger came from, but it was some reason I got mad at that. The slightest things make me the angriest, and that would have been the thing that set me off. Yep, this is bullshit. It's I've such stopped, a simple thing. I stopped listening. It it blew me. <laughs> my brain, it's fried. Oh no, my brain, it's beans. So <laughs> it's beans. The fuck. So um, <laughs> before we go to break, have you? Uh, <laughs> Hate you. Have y'all uh, <clears throat> y'all been keeping up with uh, Demon Slayer's season two? Is no, it because have they passed the train part yet? This fr- this Saturday is the first episode of the actual season okay. two. I'm gonna start watching it then. Yeah, you, but you didn't watch any of the Mugen Train episodes. None of the episodes. I have. So they added some stuff. I, I heard and they it's added really some stuff. cool. Like it's just slight things, but it's really cool. Okay, yeah. I'll binge it all when it's done. See, I don't want to go through the whole thing of right. you have to kill yourself to get all the dream sequence again. But it's cool. No, it's pretty. I, don't get me wrong. It is really and Tantra pretty. And is a goon. But in my head, I don't want to watch one of my favorite characters die again. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, like, I'm oh, so, you're talking about Rangiku? Yeah, Rangiku, the uh, fire one. He's fine. I like him. He's funny. I like him, too. Ring, funny. I can't wait till the flame point one comes around because yeah. I heard he's hilarious in he's the books. Funny. Because um, he's fucking nonstop, apparently. I know that the uh, the first episode is going to be an hour long. So really? on sa- on Saturday, the episode's going to be an hour long. Uh, Taylor's been keeping up with it. He him. has been. He's been talking to me about it. And he will he messages me like every Saturday. And he's just like, this was a fucking mistake. I should have never watched this weekly. I should have just waited. I'm like, just wait then and binge it. And he goes, no, I'm invested now. <laughs> and he goes, wait. Is Mugen Train on Funimation? I was like, yeah. yeah. And he's like. So I didn't need to watch this. I was like, no, no. And he goes, and he's just like, damn it. Tri- why didn't you tell me? I was like, you, you didn't ask. You're sorry. <laughs> so sorry, he, he called me and he's like, I'm going to watch the latest episode of Demon Slayer tonight. I'm like, oh, where are you at? He's like, where is it at? And he's like, uh, the, 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 the upper four guy just showed up. And he says, about to oh, and he's like, yeah, I think Ringoku's about to die. And I'm like, Goku. 
oh, at least you know. <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> yeah, he didn't know, apparently. I was just going off context clues. He actually died. The most beautiful moment. And then he texts me like, after 20 watched, minutes later? Text me like I 20, hate this. 25 minutes later, he's like, it's a horrible day for rain. <laughs> I'm like, no, he texts yep. me too, and he goes, he was just like, yo, why don't you warn me about my boy dying? I was like, yo, nah, the most beautiful moment of, of my like anime movie going live was when me, Brody, and Josh went in the bitch. And, and Josh didn't know. And Josh didn't know, and Brody knew, but I guess it hit because his jaw was just. Well, the fuck but was I, so fucking so pretty. pretty. I look over at Josh, yeah. and he is boohoo crying. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, Josh, are you okay? He goes, no. <laughs> he was so pure, and I'm like, he really was. Yeah, he's just like delicious, <laughs> delicious. Was he in popcorn or something? No, he's who am I? Who am I? So now, every time when he's just like sitting there quietly, like we were playing Halo today, and I was just like, hey, Josh. And he goes, what? And I was like, umay. And he's just like, stop. <laughs> Josh gets traumatized by anime way too much. And we don't. No. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he said no. To be honest, I think I've only had like two real one ones. Piece. That, one Piece is one of the main <laughs> ones. But. There's only been two that's actually made me kind of teary. I don't know, bro. My hero gets me. Yeah, no, I can't and, lie. And my, my hero, hero gets is one, me. Like the one thing that got me teary is the Deku and uh, Shotaro fight. The first one in the um. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. When he was stumped and he's just like, "It's fine. I'm gonna make you use your yeah, full yeah. power." I mean, that was yeah. the only time oh. I've like I kind of tear. I was like, "Wow. Yep. He's he a said, good man." He said, "Fuck yeah, friendship." And, <laughs> and to be honest, the reason I got teary is because how beautiful. Oh, the it's gorgeous. Was. Well, that's just like the muscular fight in season three oh, when I he does one million percent, and he's just. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> see, that just got me hyped. Oh fuck yeah! But see, see I get hyper cries. Oh, when I get so hype, I'll start like I get super emotional, especially like if the if the voice acting is just that good, and like the cool thing about my hero is that the sub is great, the dub is great, it's all good. So I watch it each episode twice, once subbed, once dubbed, and I just enjoy every bit of it. Mm. And every single time, I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) And then Bakugo's scene in that new movie? Oh, yeah. All of it. When he's finding the twins? Yes! Yeah, the twins. That was my favorite Damn sexy! (laughs) This is the first time we haven't watched uh, my hero. I know! I know. Yeah, you had you. to work. Yeah, I know. I was just like, hey, man, you want to go see the movie? And you're like, I have to work. I was like, go call out. <laughs> Can't do that. It's our busiest day. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I wanted to. I'm just I'm just too good of a person. Fuck that. So Fuck work. Come with your in friends. This, <laughs> in this same conversation, like, One Piece gets the fuck out of me. Bro. One Piece hasn't in a very long time. I can't. Like, I still love it, but it's so. I the, I'll be honest, the Odin death kind of got me. But, like, it's. And it doesn't get me as hype anymore. I think maybe it's because, you know, I've been watching it for so long and reading it for so long. Or maybe it's just because of the fact that right now it seems like it's meandering. But, like, I'm excited for the next arc. I'm super stoked mm-hmm. for this next war. I'm, Red, I could not. I can't wait for so, so. I just want a Shanks movie so bad. And now they're like, hey, look, Red's coming out. And I'm like, ah! Shanks. You answered me. One Piece gets me so hard. Boat. That I... (laughs) He said... That I can't watch videos about people talking about it. 
without having some sort of emotional response. No, I like I watched uh, the other day. I went back and was watching some one uh, Eye Patch Wolf's old videos, and I watched his "Why You Should Watch Slash Read One Piece," uh, and he was talking about just the dress rose art because that's where it was at the time. And he was talking about the the guy, the mobster that wears the the diaper, and he was talking oh, about that. Oh, I can't oh, remember his name. God. Uh, guy, yeah, something like that. Oh god, he's one of my favorite like, yeah. side characters. But he was so talking fun. about that, and Mr. he was Pink. talking. About- Mr. Pink, that's it. He was talking about him and how, like, the reason he dressed up like that was because his child died, so he wanted to console his wife, so he started dressing up like a baby. Well, and then his after wife his went wife. Mute, yeah. And he or had amnesia. He, or and then after. No, 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 she was traumatized. So yeah, she, she was mute traumatized. And dumb, pretty much. But when the first, like, baby clothing came around her. Right. Her emotions yep. changed. That's so why he started he dressing up like, like that. Yeah. And then after his wife passed away, he just kept doing it because out of, like, remembrance for memory, her. Yeah. And I'm just like. Hey, yo, that's rough. For a side character, he had such a strong backstory. backstory. Right, and then so, so after I saw that... And, and him and Frankie fight was so great. And after I saw it, though, I was just like, yo. It's like Scar and uh, Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, teacher's husband and Armstrong. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, not sorry, not Scar. Scar fights Yeah, uh, Scar Armstrong. fights Armstrong, but it wasn't that one. No, They're no, just no, flexing. teacher's husband and Armstrong. <laughs> That's how they say hi. Yep. They just flex at each other. <laughs> that Twinkles. show was fucking wild. What? My, my Full metal? Brotherhood. Brotherhood. <laughs> Dude, every time I heard oh. that damn thing, I always think of Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. That's all Full I Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. That was one of my favorite TikTok trends for a while when people were like, Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. And it was like some fucked up version. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this. <sighs> All right, uh, so we're going to take a quick break real fast, and then we will come back for some D&D talk. And we're back. So uh, recently, we just finished Callahan's very first tenure as Dungeon Master of a Dungeons & Dragons game. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very, very good. Yeah, Actually, no. you did a good job. You evolved a lot over over that the past yeah. year. The um, evolution of that entire was really really like, great. That entire game session uh, stint was yeah quite a thing to behold. It was. It really was because I mean you know like and and everyone when they first start DMing they're like okay I have this really cool thing planned. I really want them to do really cool thing. So you're like when people go try to you know do uh, player stuff and fuck the peanut butter. You're just like but but cool thing over here yeah. and you're like okay Book. yeah and you're like i want to do the call of duty big bang moments but i don't i don't want to do this and i'm just like okay you know and and i mean it happened with me too y'all remember that first game i was just like okay here's the main quest y'all can do whatever you want but eventually you have to do the main quest yeah but see like and you learned later on that they'll end up doing the main quest eventually they just don't have to know they're doing it until they're doing it. Yeah. You know, like, because, and, and honestly, like, I know that it almost broke your game, but when we blew up the fucking <laughs> Troll Skull Bar, yeah, troll and then skull. we left the city, like, it, you, you were just like, oh, well, I guess the game's done. I was like, no, this is actually perfect. Now you have to figure out a way for us to get back into the city and force us to do the main story to clear our names. And, and then you basically have to, you have a surefire way to force us onto the track. Because it was funny because the first session, the first like two sessions, we did stuff, but we had no idea what we were doing because it was like, and it did have something to do with the main plot, yeah. but we didn't know at the time. Well, to be fair, when I was reading the book about, for everyone to know, we did uh, the Dragon Heist Waterdeep mm-hmm. module. At the beginning, it's 
it's weird how they want you to start it. Right. So I was having my own issues trying to understand how to move of course, it. Of course. I mean, it's real simple how it starts. Everyone knows each other at a mm. bar or something. Yawning portal. Yeah, the yawning portal. We fought a troll. Yeah, the troll. <laughs> Speaking of yawning. <laughs> oh. hmm. You see me? <laughs> Always. But it was it was really cool and like, you know, after that fight night thing we had when we opened our own yeah, bar. Fight night. That was really fun. And to be honest, that was one of my favorite it was really fun, dude. It was really fun. It was fun to see y'all You're welcome. run a bar and try to keep up trying to keep the main story going. Right. And I was having fun trying to just figure it out, play yeah. the NPCs that would yeah, help out with absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because actually in the whole mo- there's a whole section it's, it's like four or five pages long of saying this is what will happen during the bar. Right. Or if they did, it kind of says this is your freedom. Yeah. From it actually gives you freedom from the book. Right. Says they can do whatever they want. It's supposed to take a couple weeks for the next thing to happen, anyways. Right. Or months, depending on what the characters do. Right. So it was that's why I pretty much said, "Hey, the bar's in a wreck. Mm-hmm. What it you gonna is, do? What are you gonna do with the bar now? You right. have a bar. It's 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 a shithole, pretty much at this point. And then we hired our fishy builder. Yeah. Was Don't remember his name. No, I can't. But remember. fishy builder. We had a soft. We had a soft hard opening. Yep, we had a soft heart opening yep. <laughs> with a fight club. With a fight club out front, and that was really with fun. With a fake writ of permission. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and tons of gambling. Lots of gambling, which is illegal in Waterdeep, and all unless kinds of cool stuff. Unless you have a permit, which yeah. we did. And then I beat but the shit out of, what, a level 7 paladin? Uh, I think so, yeah. Was, yeah, something like that. Seven. Like a level 7 paladin with my level 3 monk. But we, uh... Because and then, fist fight. Well, was, and then mm-hmm. after that, we kind of, uh... Doof, 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 doof. After that, we kind of we kind of struggled for a little while because we didn't really know what we were doing, and we were just like, "Damn, you know, like." And that's more on my part too. That but, was more my fault because. But I'll, you were also still figuring it out. Yeah, and that was I okay, mean, and we all knew that. And then yeah. you know, like, and then the uh, the the room, the building down the road exploded. And yeah, they were the, like, the fire, okay, that chapter is called the fireball. Right, the fireball happened, and we were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like this is this is good. Um, because that's like at the part with the freedom, like they have time to you know build your bar, get it right. set, made and running. Then at a certain point, it says, "Okay, this is when the fireball happens." Yep. And the fireball is like, to be honest, I kind of hate how they did this in the book, and a lot of people disagree with it. After the reviews I read, I think the fireball should have happened earlier. Yeah, I agree. I because agree. the fireball—that's what starts the story. Which is weird. Not the beginning where you have to go right. find Rainier. Yeah, it's like the, that doesn't start the story. Exactly. That's just a that's the that's just the way to get the help for the rest. Right. The fireball is what blows everything up. Like, right. hey, that's what actually started it. And it was what, funny. This is what's going to happen from here. Right. And that's what was so interesting about it because, like, and I even voiced it to you one night. I was just like, "Yo," I was like what's the point like what are we doing because this seems yeah. to be meandering and you're like yeah it kind of is i'm trying to figure out like what's going on. and then yeah. you're like but next session it should pop off and i was like did, okay thankfully. and it did and it did and we were like okay cool so we started exploring this crime scene the crime and there scene. was a lot of like little moving parts and stuff we were like oh this is really cool okay mm-hmm. it's sick and there's a lot of role play in this campaign module yeah i chose um, a campaign which was really cool yeah i didn't go for those basic campaigns like Go to beat, go fight do this, this fight kill this, this, kill that. I wanted to, something for most a little people more know, interesting. For most people know, I like solving mysteries and right. stuff like that. Riddles and stuff. And that's what this whole thing is a heavy base role playing mystery game of Waterdeep. You, you have an option to do a dungeon crawl in it. That's the yawning portal yep. area, but 
the main goal is to find the treasure of Waterdeep. So, the fire, but like I said earlier, I don't like where how it starts off. Right. It, because it's really menandering slow. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It was always fun. Because I really did have fun playing the Kinkus. Yeah. Because if, if. Fuck, they pissed me off. The people who don't know what a Kinku is, it's a bird creature race. Copy everything. They can't speak. They can only mimic mm-hmm. noises or things they've heard. Bipedal parrots that stand yeah. up like normal people but they have some of the most broken character they feats. do they do um and then you know, after that like we uh i had to miss a, a session or two in yes. there but um and then there was like a ghost in the bar yes the it's, <laughs> it's the original i love i actually had fun reading about yeah. that because i went a little deeper into it they have a whole little section of who the ghost was yeah it was the original bar owner oh, who okay. died in the bar and he would try to scare people away because he didn't want his bar to be no he wanted the but if y'all actually started making the bar run mm-hmm. like actually you know getting revenue right it would help you oh okay. in weird funny ways huh. like it would hold doors open for people it'll take their coat well, that's cool like that's what <laughs> they'd I have found, been like <laughs> that, that's why i found it funny like at the end you know how he's he's a dick he'll like turn out your fires he'll yeah. spill your pots and pans bastard but actually, later on, when y'all got the fight night going, the revenue was starting coming, he was doing things like dishes were being cleaned and stuff. Oh, okay. He was actually helping. Oh, that's what cleaned the dishes. Yeah. Um, I never even thought about no, the dishes. No, I didn't either. Yeah. We walked in, and I was just like, all right, hey. And I was like, because my character, Kesh, had a um, he had a, uh, a friend who was an orc that he basically grew up Cork. with named Cork. <laughs> and I was just like, Cork, you got to start doing the dishes. And he goes, dishes are done, boss. And I was like, what? And he's just like, no, the dishes are done. I was like, no, they're not. Nobody did them. And I asked every single person. I was like, hey, did you do yep. dishes? And they're like, no. And I'm just like, you were fighting. You were fighting. You were. Where's that bandaged bitch? And I was yep. like, hey, did you do dishes? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she fucking tried. She set us up. Yep. <sighs> and then. And then rejoined. And then. <clears throat> you know what I found the funniest? I was waiting for Brody or Taylor to do like the most outrageous shit. Alice fucking murdered it with that. Like she, did. she put everyone under the bus. She did. And got away with it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I did do some outrageous shit. No, you shit. did. But Alice was the first one to do something Holy super shit. outrageous. I think she, that was she, when she did the number one rule. Betrayed the party. Yep. Don't think, betray your party. I think that that was like the real starting point for the actual game like because like the story had started we were all in it we had become our characters but then with that moment i think that was when we were all like oh okay and i hate the fact that it never really played into the story more like i think it would have been cool if you would have talked to her and be like hey so you're gonna be like working for actually me and i did do that oh really yeah we talked about it It just never came up (laughs) it never really came up because no one really tried right just took the new character as is right and before it was so far into the area we were doing and we were all like okay we want to see what happens now yeah and then i blew up our bar yeah. Um. Because guards came in and they were trying to come in without a warrant, and my and I was just like, "You can't come in here." And they were like, "No, we'll get a warrant, guys. It's fine, but we're coming in to watch." And I was like, "You will fucking die." Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they did. And they did. And we lost two party members <laughs> in one of the most difficult combat encounters I've ever had at such a low level. That shit was hard, but it was so much fun. Nights. But I mm-hmm. felt worthless because if i would have fired any spell i was a pyromancer so if i would have fired off any spell everyone would have burned out i was gonna blow up the bar i was like 
I'm going to shoot fireball the, the, at this guy. The thing I was <laughs> later, the more and more we were playing the game, I felt bad because I was like, this game hates fire. Yeah, it like, hated it, me. Like, it, if you were any form of a fire caster, oh, a fire based fighter or something, I couldn't do it, fucking, it was your enemy through the entire yeah. game. Because everyone in this game, it's for some always, reason, was immune to fire. When we got to the dragon at the end, they it's were just always a like, red dragon. Yep. It was a gold, gold. dragon. Well, yeah, I mean, but you were just like gold dragon. I was like, son of a bitch, and, and then I immediately I was like, I never met a game like this, but I have to know if I'm right. Immediately searched it, gold dragon, immune to fire, son of a bitch, and I was like, I'm worthless again. And I didn't want to. I was, and I did like tweak it. Like it was an older one, so yeah. it, it was gonna. It wasn't immune anymore. It was just right. resistant. And that's why I was just like, well, I'll cast hold person and crown of madness, and then Which if I have it? to, I'll do thunderbolt. Bro, <laughs> that game, that whole fight would have changed if that didn't work. We, Absolutely, we fucking booty tickled that. We did. Game. If I hadn't cast ma- madness, ma- that uh, Mad- crown of madness, and it worked, hold person. Yep, and then I cast the hold person, and then the lux next two times it missed, and I was like, why is his wisdom so good? <laughs> I was rolling really high. You were rolling really. You only matched with it. I was like, "You're just rolling the bare minimum. Why? <laughs> and Roll the, one less." And the funny thing is, his wisdom was like a plus two. Yeah, it was so. Li- he was, was not that like, wise. Oh, you're rolling just good enough. Stop. Yeah. And the bad thing is, I would roll great to fuck y'all over, but I rolled like shit to attack. Yeah. And when you were trying to hit someone, you were just like weave. Weave? I mean, Weave? I, I look back. Like, <laughs> I look back. I wish I used the legendary action on on Taylor's character with that twenty two. Oh, I totally would have. I would have fudged some of those rolls. No, 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 no. A gold dragon actually has the mm-hmm. ability. You can succeed if you fail. Yeah, it's such a funny yeah. thing. I would have fudged some of those rolls anyway. I'd have been like, "You're hit," mm. and then they'd be like, "What? Really? Yep, you're hit." You know, it's a funny. And thing. then just roll the damage like normal. But I would be like, "You're hit." Yeah. You're hitting. Because <laughs> if I'm starting to do bad, I'm going to fudge some rolls. Like, there can't be... I'm not going to let the, the party just actually tallywhack something all the way, especially when you're not supposed to. We were not supposed to fight the dragon. <laughs> no, you were Yeah, but we could have talked our way out. And I love you how could have. I was talking my way out, but dude wasn't speaking, and I'm like... So, uh... You know what? The reason he stopped really speaking is because someone decided to get close and touch gold. In the in hit that Skull whole Rocker. character thing is this, he's very kind and calm. Hey man, but if someone messes with the horde, he gets cautious. Hey man, look, we're in an adventure to steal the treasure. That was the treasure, and there was an old dwarf guarding it who was obviously a fucking dragon. But that's beside the point. The Skullwhacker f- was getting ready to cold cock a motherfucker. And then he fucking missed, which I found God, so, that funny. Was so funny. You like this little feeble old man bull dodged everything. I love how I was just sitting there talking to him, talking to him. I'm like, all right, this isn't going anywhere. And I'm just kind of like looking to either side, like looking to Brody and Taylor. I'm like, someone do something while I have him slightly distracted. <laughs> and then Brody's finally just like, I want to punch him. And you're like, okay, roll to punch. And he goes, I hit this. But like. You do not hit the fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you were literally his AC was like a nineteen. You were like rolling. You 18s. rolled an eighteen. I was like, yeah, you missed, buddy. And you're just like, what? <laughs> and I, I was just the, like, mm, I'm gonna prepare count of madness just in case. What made me laugh? I saw Brody's face because Brody's very and Brody usually does get the hit no matter yeah, what. He and that's that. why when you but said it misses, like, he goes. He went. 
Wait, what? His eyebrow, and he <laughs> like he's I just took like, away his candy. Yeah, well, I what? mean, <laughs> he was like nodding his head. He's like, yeah, and then you're like, you miss, and he goes, what? <laughs> it was like the whole landmine. Oh, <laughs> just click. <gasps> <laughs> well, I mean, I hit so frequently because I know how to play something yep. to do damage. Like you yes, don't you do you you don't play a barbarian and then decide that you're going to use a slingshot. I mean. You could. You could, It'd be but like, funny. you're not proficient in that. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> like, you don't play a ranger and then all of a sudden, like, I'm just going to use daggers all day. <laughs> but you can. Okay. But if you play the it'd Beastmaster. It'd be cool if you did. Or, if you play the Beastmaster version. But like, I, cool I know how to play to the strengths of the character I built. <laughs> and you missed. And it's just like, all I have to do with a plus eight. It's just go <laughs> eleven, <laughs> like hit anything on pretty much like an eight or higher. Yep. I love how as soon as you said that, he just goes. Yeah, he's like eighteen. No, you missed, man. You he goes miss. He goes okay. I want to wait. <laughs> what <laughs> dumb struck? And then I go. And I love Taylor's face. Taylor went. Me oh, and no. Taylor, me and Taylor both just kind of sit back, and Brody just looks across the couch at me, and I'm like. I throw. I was like, I had Crown of Madness ready. I cast it, and you're like, okay, it was what does he have to do? Bullshit! I felt that. <laughs> and then the first I roll, I failed it by a point. I you was, were like, you fell by a point, then I fell by. You a go, point. you deserve what's the DC. I, I was did not deserve it. You did. You go, what's the DC? I said sixteen. You go, shit. I was like, why? Fifteen. Ha! He cannot attack any. He can't do anything else except for attack manly, melee only, and, and only if they're in range. And the only other funny thing, the only and they're just like. Attack Skullwhack. Yep, because I knew you could handle it. <laughs> what made me laugh though is when I finally got the Crown of Madness to go away. Polymorph. <laughs> dragon form. And Brody's like, I got this. I can fight a dragon. Give me a fear check. I fucking fumbled. Brody's <laughs> the main fighter besides Taylor. I didn't, I didn't fumble. I rolled a two. You rolled a two. Yeah, it was so bad. You and then I near. couldn't pass the check. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't either. It wasn't even that high of a check. It was no, like no. a 16, we I think. We could not roll. We could not roll. Bro, after, that f- after the fucking transformation of the fear, I literally rolled nothing but like... Ten. Seven and lower. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. We could not, I, and I, I couldn't pass it either. And um, well, you you were far enough away. You right. were you're a caster, and that's why so I was like, care. you know what, I can't. Pa- but I was like, if I can get closer to him, I can cast some of my other spells. Yeah, bigger ones. And I was just like, but you know, and then I was just like, wait a minute. Fear. You said as soon as you said gold dragon, I was like, I'm useless. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm gonna cast hold person. Didn't work. I'm gonna cast Crown of Madness. Didn't work. I'm gonna cast Hold Person. Didn't work. I'm gonna cast Crown of Madness. It works. Yay! After that goes away, I'm like, shit. All right. Dragon. And then I was just like, lightning. Shot lightning bolts at him. Did like 30 damage each hit. And then I was just like, cool. There we go. And I'm like, sorry guys, I'm out this bitch. It was the bullshit thing. I was looking at the resistance on the Gold Dragon. The one thing is not resistant is lightning. You want to know why I picked lightning? Just in case, because I was like, nope. Nope, because I was like, I've done fire for everything, and every single thing I've fought has been impervious to fire. Lightning yeah. kills all. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have like a blue dragon. Unless you have lightning. lightning dragon. But I was like, lightning kills all. I will kill everything with lightning. And I was like, lightning bolt will be my one, like, my coup de gras. It'll yeah. be my last ditch I mean, effort. It makes fire. Yep. So that's why I was just like, everyone who's in my way needs to move because I have no control over who this hits. Lightning Blade. <laughs> and I swear, I did not try to make the game against you. It literally was just against you. It was just funny because every single time you'd be like, he takes half damage, I'm just like, 
then the fucking black pudding came out. <laughs> that black pudding, pudding scene was so funny to me, though. I was oh, laughing was so, so much. Right. Oh, I was so you know frustrating. What pudding is? It's literally an uh. ooze monster, but it's fucking terrifying. It's like a RC five, so it takes a lot to kill us, and it gets to half level. It splits into multiple ones. It's, but it's worse because it's poisonous and acid damage. And every all day. every close combat hit you have against it deals you, poison damage back to you. Yeah, terrible. like one d eight of yeah, acid no, and poison. Damage. I got dealt like thirty. Yeah, because it hit you directly. <laughs> I had thirty four health. You know points. what we forgot? Hmm. We forgot all my thorn damage that I was doing for things that were hitting me. Damn. Oh god, sure damn! I did forget. We sure I'm did. So sorry. <laughs> you got to remind me. We sure did. No, that bitch, and I was, and it was, and it really was just a gross misunderstanding because it really was. I'm just part. walking, and I'm just kind of like, I was like, I want to scan from left to right, looking for anything that seems out of the ordinary, and you're just like, roll a d20. I was like, for what? And you're just like, just roll a d20. See, and I was the, like, okay. the reason for that, roll a d20, and you're just like, you looked in a hole, and I was just like, okay, and you're just like. Black pudding. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, chocolate pudding in the hole. I was like, what hole am I looking in? How have I gotten that close? And you're like, because you were on the wall. I was like, was I? <laughs> and see, when I asked him, like, how are you searching? Yeah. When he said right to left, yep. I all I heard was, I'm looking to the right. Right. Because yeah. you said left very lowly, and I couldn't Probably. hear it properly. Probably. He said, I'm looking to the right of the wall. I'm like, okay, that's yep. fine. Yep. If you said left... <laughs> If I heard left, everything would have been okay. Right. So then I'm just like, I'm, but, I'm like, why in the sweet lily white fuck would my character be hugging this wall when I'm squishy? And he goes, you said that. I was like, yeah, no, I was, it, it, was, it was on my part. It really was. It was me too. Because like I said, well, I probably, I know I said it, but I might have said it low. Because even everybody else in the group was like, no, I didn't hear you say that. I was just like, yo, all deaf some motherfuckers. <laughs> Like you, and then I'm just like, fuck it, it killed me. And then you're like, are you dead, dead? I was like, no, it did you're 37 points of damage, and I have 34. And then Matt was like, holy shit, and I was like, no, not holy shit, holy fuck. And the best, and I was just so mad because the one encounter that I could have been good against, you're down, was I was down. And I'm just like. Someone pick me up or kill me. You pick see, me up or kill me. My fear after the when we start yours, I feel like my gunslinger's just screwed. Because <laughs> nobody's like, I want to shoot. It's it's raining. Yeah, black powder. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't shield it. I'm just sitting there. It's like, moist in the air. Your gunpowder jam. I looked at Taylor. I was like, Taylor, and he goes, What? I was like. Either heal me or kill me. And he goes, why do you want to die? I said, because my character's fucking worthless now. We've done all the talking. My talking does not help anymore. I can't kill anything because everything is resisting to fire. Skullwacker was the best at talking. Everything, no Bernie. And he goes, what are you going to do then? I was like, I'll play one of the fucking mercenaries. Fuck Robert or something shit. Play Tim. Tim. I'll play little Timmy. <laughs> fucking poor little Timmy. I fucked that kid up. <laughs> Little Timmy died. I was just like, <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was like, Little Timmy must live. Little Timmy was in the way. Lightning blade. <laughs> Lightning bolt. And, and then everybody's just him. like, Timmy. And I was like, fuck Timmy. Mistakes were made. He's expendable. <laughs> they all were. <laughs> Every mercenary was expendable. Every single one of them that went to the church died. Every, except, did they? Except uh, a few left. You never talked about what happened to the church. Well, to be here, it was four in the morning. So I was pretty dead. I was going to... Let me just clarify this. The ones who went to the church, I'd say about 70% died. Right. Because they attacked a church. 
and you know law guards. I can't believe they went along with that. Yeah, you that, paid them. We they're paid them. They're they were merchants. You could literally hire someone and say, "Do this," and we also yeah. promised them double if they made it back. Yeah, that was the kicker. Some of them would have abandoned if they went to the church, but yeah. since y'all we offered double, so when they're over, like, you know, you know, this might be a good reason. We might turn the city. Around. No, y'all sent them to a just a fucking suicide mission. Yeah. And like seventy-nine, you know the one guy, the blind guy, was like, "Yeah, thank you." He barely made it in my mind. He like, probably hates cash now because I was like, "Hey, he's still waiting for his money." Double. <laughs> yeah, everybody can wait for their money. Cash left. <laughs> Which, nah, the fuck that cash group is gonna, just fucking. Cash is going to become the king else. of Waterdeep. Well, the thing I really would like to do in the future, I need to talk to you about this, yeah. is to help me build my own story at this point. Yeah. They use because the same characters if we wanted. I have been thinking hard about I mean, you can put the same characters right. or different characters. It's y'all's choice at this point. But I had a fun idea about this afterwards. Y'all didn't make the deals at all with y'all made. Nope. None of, the, none of y'all stayed true <laughs> oh, to the Oh, they can deal. hunt us down. That was my point. That'd be really cool. We're I on the lamb. The half-naked man can come after y'all. Zord. The, no- the gnome will be coming after you. Good. <laughs> he has to get through an army. He said, bet. Skull whacked. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> basically oh no i was uh, at work a couple days ago at work i was playing with like character to my npcs on the game yeah. i had fun making the gnome i had so much fun making that gnome Bro. i'm really excited though like because you you did really really good like you you threw me off at first because like it was how strict you were to the book yes and I, which i completely I understood had to be strict to to be honest, the more strict I got with it is the right. where I was actually learning how to be free. Right, right. Because the whole Woods incident, mm-hmm. me being strict to the book at that point actually made me understand mechanics. Right, right. Not of like, course. I was not trying to be strict for story reasons. Right. I no. was being strict for mechanic reasons. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't understand how to make certain mechanics work right, unless it was in the book. Of course. Like a lot of the combat encounters were my, that was my biggest weakness. Right. Because I didn't know. I don't I, know, man. The combat encounters were. Pretty much the best. We thing. had a few. Com- we only had a they few were, combat. We had like what four? Were, we had the kinku- yeah. the troll, the kinkus, the knights, and then the dragon. And some of the guilds came after you. The kinkus and the guild, okay. the xanthars. Yeah, and you had to fight a couple oozes. Oh, so okay. There's the, six when, in total. There was six in total. There was, a, right, there was a couple. There was y'all, six. Y'all in forget total. In the time when you had to save Renier after yep. the kinkus. You're in the dungeon. Yeah, the yeah. sewers, and there was yeah. a couple fighters in there. Yep, but yeah, that was, it was. I mean, like it wasn't, it, and it was cool because it wasn't so combat heavy. Like I like combat. I, th- I think combat's fun, but at the same time, like I had built my character to shoot fire and talk shit, and he was very good at I both. Mean, and I was worthless after the first two sessions when it came to fighting. I mean, so, combat in D and D is really, I got my third. Is really just ones and zeros. It is. It's zeros. very, very just stats based. That's the most stats based part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the cool thing was is that you did really well about letting us role play our characters. Yeah. And especially after those like first few sessions when like you know I would and I would we would say something you'd be like mm, no and I'm like okay so that first off learning. I'm like that's one thing that you just you cannot and you're like. Okay, cool. And after that, you were like, "Cool, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking make it work." So somebody would say some bullshit, and I would see your eyes go, mm. and then you look at the book, and then you look back up, and then you look at the book, and you're like, and I can just see your little well, brain going, oh, "Holy shit, how do I do this?" <laughs> and, I, and it eventually come to me. Oh, that, yeah. that's what I, you're right. I was, I was looking you down, go, and trying to say, "How can I turn this around? Yep. How can I make this work oh, yeah. inside of this?" And like you talk to the, you talk to a different merchant that you're supposed right. to talk to. Right, I in my head I was like, okay, I can make this merchant 
my mind went in like five places at right. once. It was like right. I can make him redirect them to the right merchant, mm-hmm. or I can make him kind of seem like bribery was going right. to be his opening because exactly. he would have the same information, but he wants to get paid more. Exactly, and that's the best way to do it. Because like so you know, like um, say if I, I this is always my example I use, yes. but like if I. Say where you got five players and I'm running the game. Yeah, and you are uh, you're in a town, mm-hmm. and y'all have y'all are just leaving town. You just stop there for the night to rest and stock up on some provisions, and you leave the town. Yeah, you walk out on the town, and I say, okay, as you exit the building, you see a road that stretches far off into the distance down the path. You got fields. You have a tall mountain range on the left with a giant castle on top of it. You have a sign to the right that you can see. Upon closer inspection, it says, Dead Man's Cave, do not enter. And then I'm just like, okay, where would you like to go? Would you want to go down the road? Do you want to go to the castle? Or would you like to go to the cave? And then you're just like, hmm. Now, see, I could want you to go to the cave because it's very close. I already yeah. have a dungeon drawn up for the cave. Mm-hmm. But, see, y'all are like, well, let's go to the castle. And I'm like, okay, cool. I just take that dungeon, whoop, put it right into the cage. Or put it right into the castle. It's cool. And you never know the difference. And that makes you feel like you have player agency, but the same things happen. And then the next session, like that week between that, I've worked at the dungeon for the cave. And then you're like, okay, you know, let's go to hit the cave. And if you don't hit the cave, then what I'll do is I just put it in the town that y'all follow down the road. You go into a town and then say you you fall asleep in the inn, you're drugged, and you wake up in a cellar. Uh, and the only way out is through a hole in the floor, and that leaves you to a cave. Boom, cave dungeon. I've officially, I've railroaded you without you knowing and without it feeling like we got railroaded. Like I forced you into something because you still had that illusion of choice, or you did have that choice. And D and D is all about the illusion of choice. It's about tricking your players. It's, yeah, and, and it's, a, it's about not in a mean way, but right. To make them progress exactly. your story. Because, you know, like, especially when you're writing your own, you know, you have a little bit more freedom with it. Like, you can yeah. just make it up. But, like, tricking the, your players into having fun. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's literally an illusion. It is tricking your players into enjoying something that's not there. Yeah. And, like, with a book, it's really hard. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't envy you for running your first game off book because, like, Boy, howdy, I couldn't have done it because I would have probably thrown the book away like halfway through and be like, fuck that, we're doing my thing. Burn it! Like, <laughs> But you did really, really good, especially like the last, like this this year, like last year you struggled a lot. But yes. after Christmas, when we came back after like, you know, two months of not playing, well, we came back months, and you were like, I know the book now, I know the material more, I know how y'all play now, and I know my DMing style. Because yeah. like everyone has a different style. Yeah. Brody likes super-powered characters to fight super-powered baddies. I like super role-play, deep-dive, player freedom and choice that has high stakes. And you like like a structured story that has... uh, uh, Ooh, you're an Uncharted game. You have the thorough line but you have open-ended areas that you can explore and run around in. Yeah, I'm a semi-open world. Right. And mine was like Hey, here's Skyrim. Go. Yeah. Do what you want to do. What do you want to do? Bigger semi-open world. Yeah, and you're just like... No, true open world. Yeah, true open world. And you're just like... Explosions? And we're like, explosions! Beer! Beer. (laughs) I like interesting concepts. Right, right. You are very Um, conceptional in in your games. Like, I have a game brewing inside of my brain that's not the dungeon crawl thing. 
I like yeah. the dungeon crawl thing. I really like the dungeon crawl thing because sometimes I just want to fucking do a dungeon. Yeah. But I don't want to deal with story or anything and just do a dungeon. Right. Because dungeons are fun. Dungeons are fun, man. Dungeons I mean, that's are half of the name. <laughs> there might be a dragon like, or two. <laughs> dungeons are fun for the specific reason of while there are combat encounters inside mm-hmm. the dungeon, it is way more mental right, than it anything is. else. It is. Especially yeah. if you have someone making the dungeon that's very good at dungeon making. Mm. Like, anything can right. be a trap. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, of course, the dungeons were in the book, the ones y'all played in. But during that two months of Christmas and hiatus I had to, we had to do... I had a lot of fun looking up videos on dungeons and how dungeons are made because I can understand the mechanics of the dungeons in the book. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun learning about them. Like like you said, everything could be a trap. Yeah. Like anything I, can I, be I a tweak, trap. I tweaked a couple of the dungeons right. to make my own little twist in them. Right. I have fun. Mine were more like puzzle tweak, tweaks. Mm-hmm. Like Actually, I did put a, a certain secret room in one of the dungeons. That right. I had, it was a gold pit room, like the yeah, one y'all yeah. found. It was just no magical items could right. have helped you detect it. It was like a very exclusive way to find it. Yeah. So, I want to play a 2DM game. A 2DM? See, we've talked about this a couple times. See, my only fear... I mean, t- y'all two would do great, because right. y'all... But me... I would let him run combat encounters. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> he fair. He does better combat that than is, me. <laughs> no offense, but that is fair. Yeah, I don't do very See, good combat. So, I, really don't. I butt heads a lot in yeah. like, decisions... I want me and Tristan to run a game together mm-hmm. because I have a very raw idea right. that I want to build a game around, mm-hmm. but I don't have enough, not necessarily literary knowledge, but like I don't know how to make a through line to make it work. You don't know right. how to put the pieces together probably. Yeah. Okay. You've so, got the puzzle, but the pieces are... So the overall picture... I'm bad at puzzles. The overall okay. picture... <laughs> Is your wife loves puzzles? <laughs> I love them too. Is a separate reality is bleeding into the one in the kingdom. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, you talked to me about this one. All right, this separate reality is slowly encroaching in, uh, kind of like, kind of like a dome. Yeah, and it's slowly expanding out. And over the past months, it's gotten to a massive size. Right. And inside, everything's kind of the same, but also fucky. Right. Like. The trees are made of actual flesh and bleed blue blood. The animals... I love how me and Callahan both had the same response. We both just... Huh. (laughs) The animals... I just see Mortal Kombat, the old Mortal Kombat stage. Well, the animals are made of, like, what in your world you would consider plant life. Yeah. There has been documented cases of animals from that world going into... Going past the border. Yeah. Not very often, but when they do, they have this almost like shimmering, glittering glitch to them. Yeah. Um, and so it's basically like the, the whole world. concept, yeah. the whole concept is a second plane of reality <laughs> is crashing into the current plane you're in. Ugh. And so the backwards ass nature of this immaterial thing that is for lack of a better word, a mirror of your own world, it's bleeding in and then everything around it gets all fucky. Right. And so I want to take that concept. So it's kind of like the uh, the upside down from um, Stranger Things in a way. Kind of, but I never really watched Stranger Things. So. Okay. Uh, Silent Hill. 
Silent Hill. It's kind of like Silent the Netherworld Hill. Silent Hill. Kind of, but think of more like real space and unreal space are bleeding together. Felt. Whereas we, whereas like we are the, we are the flesh and blood. Yeah. They're the thought and emotion. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I think I know what this is. It's not, I'm not saying it's not original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to have an original idea in this time era. It kind of reminds me, more of a reminder. It's like the mirror world in like old, old movies. It's not like everything's backwards or topsy-turvy. It's like. Your world has seemed great, but your thought process is designing o- its own world. It's kind of like the cartoon wars from South Park. Yeah, and kind of like Alan Wake. Kinda. Kind of like Alan Wake in a way. However, the main the main goal or the main like ending ending <laughs> through plot in my yeah. head is there is it's caused by a demonic incursion, and the demonic and the demons in this world wouldn't be from the abyssal plane or the infernal plane. From the mental plane. They would be from... The dream plane? They would... Motherfucking brain blast. <gasps> they would be emotional demons. What? They would be like emotional demons. I am angry! So like, the more... <laughs> the more... Um, like... The more emotional or upset that a player gets... Right. The stronger their opponents get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... If a there's a lot of constitution and wisdom saves in this. Holy yes, fuck, there will yeah. be. <laughs> like, That's what I was thinking. Too. I was like, God, the mental strain. Dude, a monk will be broken in that. Look at my if you get a higher level monk in in the game, like Jeez. the combat encounters will be designed at a level higher than you currently are. So, like, if you're rolling in there as level threes, I'm going to design it as your level fours. Right. Okay. And okay. so, like... Actually, that's pretty... Yeah. And so, like... They ain't broken. Characters aren't meant to be permanent. Right. They're meant to be a revolving door. They're meant to be a revolving rate. door. Right. However, when characters die, you start... I want to add a mechanic to it that you start taking, like, mental tax damage. See, okay. And so, that's so cool and because so I thought about more, the same thing. The more mentally taxed the characters of the party are, like, whatever the highest average is, mm-hmm. the monsters get stronger. See, I thought so of... So, like, let's I, say I had the party has, that, so has a, yes, has a 10 <laughs> plus on their mental, str- on right. their mental stress, mm-hmm. the demons go up a level. That'd be really cool. You know, so like have a party-wide of, stress level instead of like exhaustion CR, would be a huge yeah. factor in the game. If oh yeah, you go exhausted, that would it add would, more. It would sleep be checks. very grindy. Yeah, yeah and like grindy sleep game. would be a thing. And once you're inside the bubble, you can't get back out. Right. But you're sent with a like you're on a mission from the kingdom to figure out what's going on. Right. And you're sent with a we'll call it an engineer core. Yeah. Because the only mm-hmm. thing they found that can go in between the two areas mm-hmm. without being destroyed on the way back out mm-hmm. is a, I haven't figured out a good name for it, but a material uh, that was mined inside. Right. Because when it first ah. popped up, when it first popped up, they obviously go check it out, see what the fuck's going on. So they found this abundant material there. Right. And they were able to mine it. And they were able to build something to try to send back. So what they sent back, what they built was a train. And it can move back and forth. Yeah. However, once you're inside the bubble, you cannot leave unless the bubble goes down. Yeah. Okay. To add on to the train, there is a good show out there. I can't remember the name of it. It's on Netflix. But there's there's a special force in the middle of this to cut off two countries. It's called like the Dark Pit. 
-hmm. And inside are these twisted fucking monsters. But the only way to get through through it, they did it, is either through like a sand sled. They have to use wind. A lot of magic's involved. Like yeah, it kind of seems like earth bending, like avatar types of like wind yeah. benders are their main. Oh, so spells. lame. Got it. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, no, it, kinda, <laughs> it was kind of very. It was very mundane. Yeah. But what I actually liked is the best way they got through was a train system. That's really. Cool. They laid down tracks, and it took them like thirty years to do it. Yeah, and it's only about three miles long. It took them thirty years to build a train system. And it barely works because at the end, they're off rail. They just hope to lord it stays on the rail system. Hold your butts and hold your guts. It, it's, it's literally that. And yeah. you have to be super quiet or the monsters will come get you. That's just the idea. It's yeah, not like they need cool. a special material. So, There's like special things they have yeah. to do. But the special material is the only thing they can pass through. And you can get sent like, because like merchants wouldn't really be a thing. However, the train is controlled by one of the major merchant guilds or or the major merchant guild right. of the of the country that this started popping up in and so like on the train you can get goods mm -hmm. like health potions rations yeah, whatever you would need so like a How, town market however the train is completely and utterly automated because nothing organic can pass through back to the other side right even if you're inside the train It'll gone. So they have to pack. So what they what they do is they set up an engineering core inside and outside, and so they mine the stuff, send it back over on the train, and then whatever things they need to send in, they have created it into almost like an aluminum foil type material, yeah. and so they can wrap things in it to send it back through. See, that's why people think aluminum foil will keep your brain safe from aliens. Shut up. Funny. So you're being. <laughs> <laughs> he said you're being funny, but you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. So you're being followed into this area. You are the. We'll call it the vanguard for. It's kind of like Stalker. Kind of. Did you ever play Stalker or watched bit. it? Stalker, like Shadow of Chernobyl? Yeah, I did. It's only on so. PC, but Stalker 2 is coming out on Xbox. So basically, it's like you, you go into the Chernobyl, like the hot zone, the radiated zone, and Stalkers are basically people that go in and, like, they try to find, like, rare relics and stuff like that yeah. from the actual, like, Chernobyl area. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of like that, except, like, and once you go in there, you cannot get out unless you, like, are very, very careful because most people die as soon as they enter because, like, the radiation strong, mutants, bullshit. Yeah. So that's cool as shit. However,. So, However, to get out of it, you would have to wrap yourself in that material. Motherfucking no. tinfoil. <laughs> no. The only way to get back out is to stop it. Yeah. Okay, so you would have to grind a lot at the beginning just yes. to be prepared. Yes. However, you know, since it's a re revolving party, the... So would you pick up other people inside the hole? No, they come back through on the train. Oh, okay. So, okay. You are the vanguard pushing the railroad deeper and deeper in. Oh, okay. And exploring this. That's cool. And the train is your lifeline. It's like to Metro the Exodus. Kind of. Yeah. You're stuck to the train. Like, the train is your home. Here's the fun part. I've never played any of these games. Yeah. That's cool as shit, though. But I think... That's a great idea. That's actually. a cool idea, honestly. I'll sit down with you and work it. Fuck yeah. And then... That's rad. Um, the thought is that the demon incursion from this mental plane is controlled by a few different powers finally working together. Right. Um, 
they've kind of had their hand in the history of the world as is. No, I'm not <laughs> using them. We're not, not doing a Warhammer ones? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not, but... I love how his eyes just... No, I understand how it sounds. I think me and you both the, saw it at the same time. Kinda, we're like, Warhammer? <laughs> no. The old beings? The old ones. <laughs> that was for flavor in the time. Yeah, I, I mean, you. whatever. It's cool. However, using inspiration from it, obviously. Yeah, of course. But more inspired. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every idea yeah. comes from an idea. It's more or less mixing things together that I that I'd like to see. You mean like my whole game is? Yeah. <laughs> it but is I think anime and Final Fantasy and every other book I've ever read and all kinds of bullshit. <laughs> I think the only way to do this game properly would be to have a 2DM system. Yeah. I think the only original thing in my game that's like 100% original me is the world and the magic system. But the magic system's just the DN, the Dungeons Dragons game because I can't really change the magic system. Uh there would So the world that I'm thinking I would of love to change the, the world that system. I was thinking about mm-hmm. putting this in is highly advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, so artificers are the main. We should core. run it with the, uh, the the Star Wars story dice system. I mean, we Ooh. can do it as a Star Wars game. I think we should do it with the story dice system. I really want to play with the story dice system again anyway. I, does that, I do like... I that, miss it. That it's adds fun. better into the role play. Yeah, aspect. oh yeah. It makes the role playing way, way more straightforward. Because yeah, you can make it very flavorful. And it's not near as mathy, but it's still just as... It's not even real math. Intense. It's just yeah. putting things together to make right. sure they count right. out if they counter each other. But see, going off of that idea, like I thought about it the other day. I was just like, you know that we finished this game. We're going to play Matt's game. We're like, you know, that's the next game yeah. we're playing. And then we're getting into the... The big one. The big boy. Yeah, which I'm excited for. I'm excited, but I'm so nervous because I haven't DM'd in a while, like really DM'd. Like that last game that I did DM with y'all, I was I was not feeling it. I was so bad, and I still apologize well, for that. I just wasn't in the right space no, for it. Fine. But now I'm so excited, but I'm nervous. But I mean, I'm prepared because I've been working on this well, thing for like three years. Mom spaghetti. You can always yes. do the thing you did with me. Do that to help out your little story mechanics. Just do a one shot with like one of us, or right. randomly pick someone. Say, "Hey, right. let's do a quick little one shot with your character." Mm-hmm. Kind of helps um, us build our backstory and helps right. you get back into Absolutely. the mode. And you know, I uh, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like, if we say like, because with my game, you know, like it's gonna need most of the party there at any yeah. given time. So at least four people. Now I don't know who all is playing, um, because I know some people like. They they love being there, but playing might not necessarily be their favorite thing. So they just like you know they want to experience it like Kayla does. Like Kayla just comes and watches, loves yeah. watching, but she has zero interest in playing. Yeah, and I'm just like cool. That's fine. George, George wants to play. George wants to play, but he just can't be there enough. He yeah. works so much. That's his job schedule. He works so much, and that's just like Kayla. Uh, yeah. lo- his wife would love to play, but she just she can't get down there enough. Yeah, but um. You know, I, I was thinking, like, we all miss just dungeon crawls sometimes. So, like, what if we... But that's have, where like, the concept of my of my thing came from. Like. Exactly. So, what if I just go, if, like, we, we draw, like, we have a little cup with some, like, with, like, the, uh, sticks on it. And we just say, hey, you build a dungeon, you're DMing next week. And then, like, basically, however long it takes for us to get through your dungeon is that little game we play. So and that'll shots. make little one shots with just dungeons where we literally start at the front of the dungeon you build a character to a certain level like you like the the dm for that week says okay build it to this and we're like okay cool you know it'd be a funny one and then level two dungeons right level like something like that it's fun and a lot of people probably wonder why don't you go higher the reason is this once you're in a higher level 
the dungeon gets way harder. Gets harder. And it, yes, it does make it fun. Like level well, twenty dungeons are great. With a low level dungeon, when you're low leveling, that is your prime. Like you have to think on your feet. Oh yeah. Like if oh, you're yeah. in a trap pit room and you know your character walks in the pit, just trap door opens. You're about to fall into a spike pit. That's when you have to think on Rocks your toes. Rocks fall and everyone fucking dies. And you yeah. don't have all your abilities either. And that's what makes it harder. Yep. Like, I think... You have to work together. You can play, I can go through a level 20 dungeon like nothing. Yeah. Because I know how to play the character. Oh, yeah. I and, until you, and until you get to combat encounters, you'll probably be smooth sailing. Like, Tomb of Annihilation, it's only hard when you get to the combat. Yeah. Everything else, you're just like, oh, okay. I just have to make sure that we're smarter than the book is. Yeah. <laughs> but once you... Damn, I knocked one of my fucking candles out. Bitch. But, like, as soon as you get to combat, that's when Tomb gets hard. But, like, yeah. I, I just thought that was a really interesting idea. I was just like, you know, if we just pick and be like, okay. And then they can even, the DM could be like, and one character has to be this. Yeah, someone has to play a certain role. Someone has to play like, this. Someone has to play an inquisitive rogue. Yep. Like, all yeah, they can do exactly. is think. And that way, somebody's just like, oh, okay. Cool. And that could be like the hint, right? Like, and that could you be need the a hint strong. To someone has is. to be a healer. Yep. So this, like we that, need a healer for this. Yeah. We need a dedicated healer. Healer. Be like we need someone with high perception. You need someone with a tank. You need a tank. At yeah. least one damage sponge tank. And then throwing like a secret little air. Like right. you need a perception check, but you need someone also that's good exactly. in investigation. Exactly. You and can I, look around and find stuff, but right. you ain't going to find something right. easily. And I just think that would be pretty cool because it would give everybody a chance to try new characters also without being dedicating so much time to like a big long form game. Yeah. Because sometimes those long games just get exhausting. They do. Um, and like, and especially because if, if you have those bad sessions where nothing really happens because like say no one's really feeling it yeah. or like we've just come off a short break and we're just like fuck or we've just played a lot and we're just like okay nothing's happening right now jeez yeah those longer games are exhausting sometimes they can so like you know i mean cuz that one that we the one that we we did the first one that we did uh it was like almost 2 years long yeah and we all loved it and we, it was never really boring there, there was, was always there something was slow, happening, there but there were slow slower parts. moments, um, which is going to happen when you have any long form story. There's going to—I mean, like look, like look at One Piece. Yeah. There's some boring ass moments in it sometimes because it's mm -hmm. a thousand episodes now. Thousand but like, one. is it thousand one now? Yeah, I think. Fuck was, yeah. I think thousand one just came out. But like, you know, it's—I think that would be cool for like little one shot ideas like that, and you know, and also it would give other people a chance to run games if they yeah. were interested. And basically, we would just put. Only names in the cup that wanted to run the games. Yeah. If they didn't want to be a part of running, and the funny thing and is, just to play, the, the Critical Role did, does that once in a while. Mm -hmm. They'll have someone from the cast make their own story, exactly. And it doesn't have to be a dungeon crawl. It no. could be a heist. Yeah, something it can be fun, something, but something that's basically like. And the only reason I said like dungeon is because like they're it's just the most, easy. It's very it's, mundane. Yeah. It's easy to control. Right. It's not hard to look up and understand right. them. But like, and that's what, and I mean, I know that when we first set out to do yours, it was only supposed to be like five or six sessions, maybe three months at the most. Yeah, but, but it just did not happen on my, that on way. My, on my part, I was trying to learn it, and yeah, I, of course. And there were sometimes at work, I just didn't have right. energy to read the right. book to of understand course. it. Of course, and that and that happens. I mean, um, so it's and you know like if we could 
and and that's why I'm really excited for Jacob's game. I really am mm-hmm. because like he's put a lot of work into. He's it, put I've a lot of work into it. Um, he's worked with me. Me and him have brainstormed over here a lot. Like we've put a lot of work into it, and he's put a lot of work into it. He's researched a lot, and he's got a really really good idea. I and, actually love the idea, and I'm basically like he he goes, you know, I'm gonna tell you more information just because of the fact that you can be like my backseat help. Like if something goes wrong, you can be like, hey, hold on. Let's step out and let's fix this real quick. But this this doesn't work. This yeah. just isn't fun. Because I mean, like you know, at the end of the day, it's a game and it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like there's of course going to be sessions that just aren't as fun. But yeah. like at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun. And if it's not, then why do it? Yeah. Oh, snoring pupper. But yeah, so I'm I'm very very excited for the future, and I I loved your game. Thank it you. was it was like I said it was a rough start it was there's but some once parts you... I've looked back on that I do need to work on more right. your right. game has my most fun character of all time yeah no like, like and he was telling me that the other day and know. he goes he he just goes you know he's just like you're he goes I love your games because I feel so invested in the world and the characters and the plot and the plight he's yeah. just like but Callahan's game he goes Skullwacka is my favorite character I've ever played. And he goes, it's like Josh's grog. It was just so much fun, and I could do so much with him with so little. And I'm just like, that's awesome. And like Kesh, he's I like the idea of Kesh, and I liked Kesh a lot. Just not but for then, that story. but but not for the combat was not as he. I didn't think him out combat wise. You thought him as a talker. I thought him as a talker. Yeah, you thought of a face character, yep, not a fighter. Exactly. And, I mean, he worked well for that. And sometimes that's hard to balance out. Right. Make, I wasn't if you're Bill Bosley, make, but... When you make a Bill face... Bill Bosley was all face. <laughs> yeah, Bill Bosley was. And the I bad, couldn't do the, shit. The bad thing, when you make a face character, mm-hmm. you are dedicated to a yes. face. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And for most people who don't understand, a face character is a persuasion character. Their, their whole deal is per- talking their way through anything. I mean, they can talk their ways out of fights that yep. that are not intended to be talked out of. Yep. But there's a huge drawback when you make a face character. Combat yep. is their worst. Now thing. I'm gonna tell you, casters my, are usually all my bit charisma rolls. Well, that oh, was high. Can. I was up there, and that's yeah. why when I think I you failed one charisma, I think roll. I failed like one. And when I failed it, I was just like, and it was with the guards. Yep. Because you were, I was just like, hey, it's all good, everything's fine, and then you're like. Roll persuasion, and I was just like, okay. And then he's just like, yeah, they don't believe you. And then I go, then roll intimidation, and I roll, and I passed that bitch hardcore. And they were just like, sir, because I'm just like, I immediately spark fire in my hands, and I'm like, everybody gets needs to get the fuck out of my bar before everyone dies. And then they're like, sir, we will call everybody. I'm like, bet I'll burn them too. (laughs) Then the god came, and then the god came. The Inquisitors, and then we burned him too. And then we burned him. I had so much fun playing that part of it. It was, man, that was fun. And I love the fact that the whole time, every time you would just look at me and be like, your face would be like, "Are you really doing this?" And I'm just like, "Yes." Did I stutter? Yes, I am. I mean, and then when I burned that bar down, you were like, "Oh God!" And I'm like, "We're leaving the city. We're the fugitives." And you're like, "Oh God!" At that point, I think I said once or twice before to you and everyone. I think that's when I truly blossomed into my DM. You did, and that was what I was hoping. When you had to think on your feet. Yeah. When you had to suddenly make a decision of okay, because I remember when we were outside afterwards doing our little post op session. Yeah, a little talk where we talk, and you were just like, "Well, I guess the game's over." And I said, "No, it doesn't have to be." I'm like, "If you wanted to be over, it can." I was like, "But we've still got half a book's content left to go." I just 
ruffled the feathers. And I was like, all you have to do is make the bird go a different direction. And you, and he was just like, huh. And he goes, and <laughs> it was funny because you looked at me and you're like, I can work with this. Yeah. And then you texted me and you're just like, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, dude, this is exactly what I was thinking. Think of something to make us want to clear our names. Yeah. And we have to get him because we're going to be hunted because yeah. we set ablaze to half a city block. We set fire to the rain. Yes, and literally. You, and you killed a lot of guards. Killed a lot of guards. Well, I wouldn't call that a lot. I call that You bad killed a, few. a lot of high-ranking guards. Yeah, we killed a lot of high-ranking I call that guards. bad a few. Bad a few. Well, two of them were the most high-ranking, but the rest were like guards, but they were guarding high-ranking characters. We need a good... Hmm. Sorry, I went down. Mm-hmm. Not I done. thought you just got penetrated. <laughs> we did a good job. Yeah. And See, I had a lot of fun working out how to get y'all back into the city and not like you know like clear your names get back in. i mean like physically like trying to get, get y'all back, back in yeah the, oh yeah i had a lot of fun playing with the outside towns and there was that like, was fun that was fun i, I wish i stayed a little Fucking bit longer skull whack I wish a sandwich too. yeah the sandwich was funny i wish we would have to because i had a lot of ideas to do out there like like saying hey we're running out of food right you can go to the town thievery could happen or do odd jobs and i had a lot of fun there i had one little fun odd job one and it was about living scarecrows yep and i because th- i read about them yeah. like this sounds like fun that's cool because these things are just walking scarecrows blades hands. right and see that like that's the and that's the kind of stuff because like when you the fact that you were thinking about all this kind of stuff that just goes to show that by that time you had become more comfortable with it yeah and then like when we came back and you were like all right you guys because we had been gone for about two months in yeah, real life too and then you were like all right you guys have been out in the wilderness surviving for three months you're all very very close you're very bonded yeah. and you guys are actually like a unit now there is no more arguing and we're like okay cool yeah. because like we there was so much infighting at first because our character dynamics were so weird oh, were which was good it makes <clears> things <throat> interesting but at the same time it's also really hard for a dm so like i mean y'all were building the bond when y'all got the bar i did notice that yeah you gotta you gotta let it suffocate itself well this is when y'all got too, so. when y'all got to the bar that i did notice the the character progressions of everyone was right. actually starting to get used to each other I mean, it's like when you meet someone you don't like for exactly. it, and you start hanging out more. The more you start actually like, hey, not right. a bad person. Brody. Skullwhacker was the better face of the group. No. No. Yeah. That's you basically, off everyone that's basically the story about how me and Brody became friends. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, your character, and I kid you not, you've only impressed one character. The rest were always pissed at you at the end. Good. You were not a good face. <laughs> I was a good face. That's what Every I time you try to talk something that something bad happened. No. No. Yes. You're looking at this the wrong way. <laughs> something. No, 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 no. Don't don't undermine me saying I'm said, looking don't wrong. gaslight me. You're, you're looking at this the wrong way. Oh, am I? Yes, from the wrong angle. <gasps> Instead of it being something bad happening, it was something interesting happening. <laughs> he said, You're gonna look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? Yeah, the wicked went to the east, bro. <laughs> but like, instead of instead of a normal conversation, I was the Szechuan pepper on top, just like it's a little bit He's spicy. Mmm, Szechuan- <laughs> <laughs> spicy. Dear Lord, <clears throat> tell me I'm wrong. But you're always that. You're always the flavor that we try not to savor. We yeah. try to spit you out as fast as possible. <laughs> also true. 
But yeah, it was it was overall, I would rate your first game a solid a solid eight out of ten. Oh really? Overall, yes. Because huh. like the the strides that you made like post that three month time skip were so immaculately done. Like between the 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 bar fight fight night thing between that which was a lot basically it was just all us just kind of making shit up as we went yeah, but no, you let it playing. happen yeah, I was playing so with that it. was the biggest thing the fact that you that was when you finally realized okay I have to let them do things or else they'll get taught they'll get aggravated yeah. so once we did that and then like when when the when the attack on the troll skull manor happened Everything from that point on, except for like one or two sessions in the middle where we just did not know what to do. We were like meandering. Like, yeah. But ever since then, everything was almost so just fine-tuned that even when we weren't doing anything, we felt like we were. And that's the, that's, that's the quality yeah. of a good game. I would say like to me. During the Saturdays, when we, like if I wasn't doing something with Rachel that day... Most of the day, I would spend my time reading the book. Right. Trying to understand what part of the story was happening at this point in the sessions. And I kind of like guessed how far we right. would get with it. That's what you always have to do. Yeah. You have to be like, you know, because I mean, with the Star Wars game, you know, like I was like, okay, we'll probably get through, you know, about five pages worth of content tonight. And then one night, y'all get through three weekends worth of content in one night. And I'm like, I have mm. nothing else planned. Um, sorry, I'm, guys. We're done for the night. I have nothing else I can do. Sorry. <laughs> I played six, right? In your yep. Star Wars. Yep. That was the first one I played. Yep, then six. I played someone else. I can't remember the second character's name. No, that was that was your only one. He survived. No, remember, I got killed. Did you? Yeah, my, my character got killed, remember? I don't remember. Remember that. at the beginning, I was a sniper. And the sniper died. Mm-hmm. Because he had eyes. Yeah. That was his that was his whole thing. He had the, the cybernetic eyes and everything. So that was later on. That's when we got that 30 triumphs in that one night. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was fun. I was rolling like a master. You were rolling like a master. We were rolling like mad. <laughs> Everybody was. I was like, holy I think, shit. I think me and Brody were the highest collectors oh, of yeah. them, but I was higher than Brody's. At By night. about three rolls. We I wasn't about, much higher, but I was higher. A we rolled about 25 of the 30. Oh, yeah. yeah Everybody else collectively. rolled something. And by that point, we had lost like half of the party, yeah. and we had you uh, 2 we had Preston, Big Mike, he hung out for the Big whole Mike. thing, actually. Shout out to Big Mike, Stan Chewbacca. His his wo- <laughs> yeah, that Wookie was <laughs> and so fun. Josh and those and Josh, basically, yeah. and so it was those. It was us five. Yeah, um, which, which really made cool, it way better. Which makes it so much. Like I love big games, I do, because you get the big party and all that. Yeah. But when you get four or five, six people at the most that are dedicated. That's when it's it's, fun. it's good. It's great. Then I like you're, you're I like five focused. people games. I like five people. Five to six is my is my prem game. No, five and a DM. No, six died though because we were we were you me and you talked about that. We, we wanted to make my character a death. That was 2017, homie. No, I know, but we <laughs> we put my character to God, death. It's been four years since we played yes. Star Wars. Yes, yeah, but that's re- why we need to do it again. I remember this reason though why my character had to die. I forget who it was. Two or three of the people weren't understanding that death was a permanent thing that's maybe. right that's right we but, had um, to kill my character it's be- well it's because star wars has and that then i played that lion like character at the that's end he it. was the he was the swordsman yep, that's fighter. it yep 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 i remember that now because you only played him for like maybe two or three sessions yeah, it, it was wasn't very end, much yeah. he was the only one that's him and like your character survived that night. oh mine survived yeah, yeah. we made him like a dog in the street yeah so and I was upset we had to kill him yeah. but I was you know, and I remember because I was just like okay you know like because I I had fully planned on killing him that night you were my death and I didn't let you 
Oh no, it was not you. It was the party. The group saved you. Ow. My triumphs. Click. Dude. Oh yes. My you were supposed to die. Didn't six do that? Yeah, six is the one yeah. who disarmed it. Yeah, you dis you and uh, uh actually Josh, Josh is the one that I mean, disarmed it because he was he playing was the, the he was playing the engineer at that point. Yeah. But you were like, like, hey, I see the I see my it. eyes. Yep. You dug it out and he got in there and I'm like. It has three red dice and five purple. You go, and he goes, huh? <laughs> Yeah, Josh did. You said, I help him. I walk, I use my eyes. And then you're like, I'm going to jack into his droid, and me and his droid are going to look. And I'm like, damn. Y'all are, why are y'all working together so good? <laughs> well, the only reason I was, I used my only character's yep. one ability that was useful. Yep, you're I, like, uh, I want to perception the, the, the mine and see if I can. I'm like, mm, roll. And you're like, five yellow dice. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and you, what made me laugh, I can remember. I was getting mad. No, I'm not getting mad. You would try to give me the hardest thing. I would. You're like, okay, this is very hard. It's very you, difficult. You have like three or five red dice. Yep. And you're okay, like, cool. I got like, I got like eight yellow dice. It was like five <laughs> yellow, three green. I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah, perception, bitches. What about you, Brody? What do you What do you think of his first game? What's your overall rating? Overall, he said two out of ten. You fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I, like, I'm waiting for the the negatives. Of what I had in 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 all honesty, there were some negatives. Oh, absolutely, um, no, I absolutely. Know, I like, know there were negatives. Yes, yeah. and we've they talked were, about. I mean, my, my there were very bad times. Yes. Um, there were the worst of times, and there were the best of times. <laughs> However, as a whole, with the consideration of like first game and everything mm-hmm, like that, exactly, and being on book seven too. seven out of ten, yeah, like, okay, that's higher than I was, like. To be honest, that's higher. I thought both of y'all were going to tell me. Yeah, no, I mean for the main reason of so in the beginning, you it was from your mistakes. It was very railroady. Yes, and yes, I was just playing a character to just to play to have fun. Yep, no matter what happened. Exactly. Yeah. I can make my own fun. Right, right. However, However, at a certain point, you kind of figured it out. Yeah, it clicked. There and, was, and, uh, and it just there, suddenly... There was an auto... There was a... There was a a visual, physical visual switch that flipped for that you. That just went off, mm-hmm. and then the next sessions were... were they were, were just great. Were good. Yeah. And then the next sessions after that were just, great. Like, and then it got a lot better. Yeah, and you just quickly. progressively learned. And that was the and that's the reason why I gave you such a high rating because like you learned from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot for a, especially a new DM to admit that he's wrong. Because yeah. like at first, if I hadn't been taught by my uncle how to DM and stuff like that, like I knew that I had issues with DMing and I was like I don't know how to fix them. So I started doing research, how do I do this? How do I be a better DM? I'm like, okay. And that's why when we actually played the first D&D game we played, my DMing was much better oh and i I even knew that and that's why i would love to go back and play that star wars system now with what i I know now i think that would be a lot of fun and even if we didn't do a star wars world just the dice just the actual that story dice system is so i mean you can integrate the story dice so well into dnd oh absolutely because we just throw it into a uh, into a world and i thought about running the story dice with my next game but i was like you know it would be so weird for everybody the only thing that would be hard is like you would have to figure out a way to make it work with like your abilities, right? Exactly. Like saying I have a good perception, that would be easy to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's easy. But like, 
I'm proficient in this. Right. Like I can exactly. log pick easier. Exactly. So it would be it would be difficult for that. There's I like think, there's very small things that would be difficult with it, yeah. but the story dice works all the way around. Oh yeah. The story dice is an awesome system. I think the big turning point for the game when it started really clicking was burning down the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like that I will the, also that say that session. That session, that session was, was the, the clicking click. point. That session was and I think that was the click for everybody because a lot of characters started suddenly playing their roles more. Um, and you know it sucks because like Alice's character was not there for that one like she wasn't playing really yeah. but like she ca- even it clicked for her because I think I think she was bored of the way Gully played so she was like I want to play something a little bit more outgoing a little bit more fun and yeah. it was still the same character which she played the same she actually talked to me one night after right. everyone left and said hey I want to keep the character I have. I think she didn't want to rebuild some right. a new one, which I understand. Yeah. I, there's sometimes I don't want to rebuild. Yeah, she said Ripping it was actually kind of hard fun. sometimes. Well, the funny thing was it was not. She didn't die. That was the thing. I so this is why I, I want to die. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy that whole rip your sheet because that's part of the game. Yeah. Well, Alice came with a great. Idea. She's like she asked me how can I integrate Gully still back into it because mm-hmm. I want to play the character, and that's where the purple guy came from. Right. He was an informant. He actually is an informant yeah. for the Xanthars. Xanthars, the yep. Mister Smiley's Guild. Couldn't have called that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. They made that thing <laughs> way too fucking. Yeah, obvious. they were just like, oh yeah, there's a beholder in my window. It's yeah. fine. To be honest, the beholder has nothing to do no. with the gang. No. It's literally in the story. There's a little backstory of the original shop <laughs> owners. They just killed a beholder and stuffed it. That's fun. But yeah, yeah, but no, that it's a be- it's their fucking main base. Right. Yeah. Like right in that little, if you go in the back of there, there's like a little manhole that leads you to their base. Yeah, and see, I thought about, I thought about going in and just like be oh, like. Well, I thought about night raiding that I place. Be like, Let's, go in. Funny thing. Let's go in. Uh, Zulob, I think his name was yeah. the the Zabulb. Zabulb. Zablob. That's it. Yeah, Zablob, the owner of that little establishment. <laughs> he was all flair. Yeah, he had oh, yeah. no real power. No, he yeah. was literally all flair. Yep. But like, and I, we we knew that he had powerful friends, and we're like, that was it. He had such a strong yep. back. He had connections because, like, as Cash, like, since he grew up in Waterdeep, I was like, okay, I know this guy has connections to the gang. I can know he does. Yeah, you're a criminal. So like, and I've done some a little bit of work with him, and I was like, oh, I don't like you guys. We're not working together anymore. Yeah. You guys are gross. I really did think about like trying I th- to. Raid I, I thought about talking way. to you and Nob one day and be like, hey. Let's go hit that place. Let's go steal your beholder. And you'd be like, my beholder? I did not say steal. You'll be like, but we're going to steal it now. You just see, okay. I made the nod about stealing the beholder yep. to try to see if you would want to go in on and it. And I was like, oh, I really want to. To be honest, I was waiting for it. Yeah. I was really waiting for it because I would have had a little fun with, especially after the whole fire. Yeah. Like, if it was at that point where I was able to, like, you know, y'all say it clicked. Yep. I would have had so much fun playing that whole time. Right, right. I mean, keep them hostage, kill them, or su- or try to like make them Bruh, turn. We just we just carry the purple guy around on a leash. You know what's funny? You never ever gave me repercussions for stealing that metal bird. You know, you didn't steal it. Oh, I did. It was a gift. Nope, I took it. The what metal bird? The metal bird we took from the fucking automaton. I room. pocketed that bitch. Remember? Y'all killed the automaton. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh yeah, Nimrod. in the church, Nimrod or whatever. Yeah, Nimrod. Right. I pocketed that bird. I said, <laughs> and then, He even looked for it and was distraught that he yeah, couldn't find it. He was it. so upset. And I'm just like, damn, could I help you find it? And he's just like, please. And I'm just like, damn, let's look around. I had fun. To be honest, <laughs> I think out of every like monster or enemy base, I had fun playing the ones that don't talk. 
Yeah. Like the Kinkus were really fun. You have fun. to really be. You have to. The Nimble Wright was the most interesting one to play because he can understand your language. Right. He can't speak. And the cool thing But is he is can speak in sign, you which have I found to, fun. You have to basically. Do, you have to, in, you you have have to, be to invest that time yeah. and to get the point across to your players. So, like, if me and Brody, and like, say we're playing a little yeah, game yeah. right here, I'll be like a and I'm just like sitting here, and then you walk up to me, and I'm. I am actually mute, a mute character. I cannot yeah. speak. And then you just, hey, we're looking for this, and I'm just like, and then you're just like, okay, yes, and just, and then I thumbs up, and then I point, and you're just up, and it's like well, I don't, I don't understand what this is, and I'm, and then I'm over here, I'm just like, count how many times he waves, and you're just like, count how many times he waves, two, what's two, and he's two okay and he's over here just like doing this like interpretive fucking dance to try to tell you yeah. a story and, and you're just like right. i know you're trying to speak to me i just know it <laughs> but no you you did really really good with that and like when we got back into the city that's when i was like 100 percent invested i was just like okay because now he can't be 100 percent on book because it never accounted for us being fucking fugitives no, in this so i'm like so it never accounted for us being fucking degenerates it never well brody it never does the world doesn't account for us to be degenerates I think one of my favorite moments was punching a hole in that guy's ship. Oh, um, Zen- the Xenothars. He said, Goosh! And then. Josh, what's that in the corner? <laughs> Taylor goes, Mending, it's fine. And Zord's just like, You broke my ship. And I'm like, But yeah, but we fixed it. You broke his ship. I was like, But we fixed it. And he's just like, Yeah. And we're like, It looks better than new now. And he's just like, Yeah, but you broke it. And I'm like, Actually, I didn't break it. He broke it. I didn't break it. I s- he said there was something in the fucking fleet. I mean, that. Like, I really wanted to burn that boat. <laughs> Bro, I mean, we got the money. Good. We could just sink that shit yep. right in the harbor. Um, the I hated that guy's back. He had a great backstory. That that man. We bought, I hated how naked on. he was. We bought yeah, forty. It was, it was weird. We bought that. forty mercenaries with a thousand gold. We had a hundred something thousand gold each. To be honest, I'm surprised you didn't send any of the mercenaries to like attack your. See, I thought about it. I thought about it. Like I was kind of waiting for that. I thought about it because that would have changed the ending a lot, right? Because if y'all like send them to attack half naked guy, they would have found out who who sent them. Of course, because mercenaries will give up information if they're tortured enough, or paid, Uh, or pay, or like how much are they paying you? Thirty gold. I'll give you four hundred gold. Be like. How about that? It'd be like, what would you like me to do? <laughs> in the city of the dead. Do you love me too? Like, but see, if you noticed, I had literally just said, "We're gonna go to the main entrance. Y'all are gonna go here." Yeah. And then they were just like, "So where are you going? The main entrance. Where's that? We don't know yet. What?" And then they're just like, and then I love how the ten that we had with us, they were just like, <laughs> little Timmy was just like, why didn't oh, you yeah. tell them? Be like, fuck them, Timmy. I fuck ripped, them. <laughs> I, ripped, I ripped off little Timmy from the Christmas that Carol. Was, I know. I love because I love the, the character. That was the best part. <laughs> little Tim You're Tim. Like, he walks around. Hey guys! And then I'm just like, lightning bolt! <laughs> little Timmy. Fuck believe, that guy! I can't believe you killed a cripple. I didn't mean to. <laughs> little Tim. He Tim. was in the way. He didn't mean to like be. Most cr- no. He just wasn't frightened by the dragon. <laughs> yeah, little Timmy. Like, I know. Somehow he's saved that his, role. He's just <laughs> brave no. little Tim. He's Tim. just like Mr. Cash told me I was strong. Lightning bolt. <laughs> 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 and he just burns alive, and you're like, Yeah, he failed that check. How much damage are you doing? Thirty. Uh, thirty-eight. Oh God, he's dead. How dead? 
dead, dead, rip sheet dead, automatically dead, no responses dead. He had full he- And then Brody goes, he had full heels. Not anymore. <laughs> not no more. <laughs> but, but, and he's just like, damn it, Boone, he had full heels. I'm like, yeah, not no more, bro. <laughs> juicy, juicy full heels. He was a, I designed little Tim to be a high-level cleric. That was, that's was why 13. he was so powerful. He was a prodigy. That was his whole character. Little Tim Tim was a prodigy healer. He cannot do anything else, but he knew how to touch you, right? Oh. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, little Tim Tim. Guys, I think that's about it for tonight. Nah, not yet. Go ahead and wrap it up. Actually, I just got a complaint from someone the other day that our episodes are too long. <laughs> Said they're hard to sit through. Fuck them. <laughs> Who complained about that? Uh, someone on the Instagram. Oh, that's fair. Yep. They were just like, hey, uh, it's a little too long, so we need to kind of calm down a little bit. And I was like, Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. If we can keep it under two hours. Before closing, I would yeah. like to ask something for myself to be better. Mm-hmm. What were the negatives? So, um, like I said, the the early stages were pretty rough. Yeah, the um, the railroadings, but really, it was uh, your clarity is your biggest downfall. Like, so when you say something, like you have you you need to just clarify a little bit better what okay. your what's happening and why something is happening now if the why is important as to not know then you know like you'll find out i promise but like say if i'm like i want to do this and you're just like you can't do that i'm like but why and you're like reasons i promise it makes sense like you have to like sometimes reasons isn't necessarily the best answer for your players yeah and that's the just your clarity of your communication is the only thing that you can improve on and that's something i still need to improve on sometimes i mean as we saw in yeah, that we session both have issues. like so because we both were just like we were both tired too <laughs> and we're both just like morning we're both just like i'm like i'm i'm saying this and you're like what are you saying and i'm like what are you saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're both just like kind of like soft core yelling at each other and we're like hold on i'm not mad about going i'm 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 I'm, I'm confused how did i die and you're like you looked in the hole how did i look in the hole when did i look in a hole yeah yeah, okay i get it (laughs) so that's that's my only thing is just your your the clarity in your communication that's the only thing that really other than that you basically fixed all your problems but i will say your next game i want it to be you no okay. book. I want it to be you. Yeah, and I, I want to see Callahan's. Work. I've had some after play after even during. I've been thinking of just little ideas like right. what I can build off on. So negatives from my end, yes, are there's a there's a couple examples of like inconsistency of rule. Right. Like how things like inconsistency of how things work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest biggest example is the whole flanking mechanic or getting advantage while two people are attacking the same thing earlier in the game we ran it the way that we always run it and then the later we got into the game it started to be you have to be on either side like there was that inconsistency because the way we've always played flanking in every other game we've played is if two people are engaged in melee combat with the same character they get advantage on the attack rolls that is that is how we've always played it, and I understand. I understand that. I understand where you're coming from with the whole flanking thing, and that's how yeah. it's technically supposed to yeah. work. See that that's where it, it clicked in my head. I've never actually enjoyed the two engaging in front, because if you're a high level monk, and I mean you're you're a monk, you can block, you can fight two people at once, but yeah, front but and back that's a little we're weirder. not fighting high level characters. I know, and, right. and, and I that's what I'm, and I understand. 
Right. It's just I've never enjoyed that idea of flanking. That's just my personal view. Yeah. And I am sorry for changing it in it's, mid game. Right. Like, but it's it's it wasn't just that, but like there's there was a couple consistency issues that you had okay. with different rulings like being different depending on what week we were playing, where like hmm. a, a situation had happened earlier. And it worked one way, yeah. and then it happened later on, and it worked a completely different way. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and that kind of inconsistencies, because like as players, you know this as well, You as the game goes on, you learn exactly what rules are kind of allowed. Right. You learn yeah. how and your, so, you learn your DM's rulings. Yeah, okay. Right. Like, you learn how they rule different things. So, yeah. like, y'all know how I run, like, persuasion checks and intimidations and stuff like that. Like, the roll happens, but the roll is kind of like an invisible ticking number. Like, that tells me, like, what you have to kind of say in my... But you have to persuade. Like, I'm like, persuade me. You know, like, and y'all understand that now. So, then when you're like, okay, I'm going to try to persuade this guy, we're going to... Or, like, you know, it'll be a persuade me first and then roll to see just how good you did at speaking that or how, how much how he sure, believes you how much he believes yeah. you stuff like that and like and that's slightly different than what the rules say but that's y'all understand that that's how the way i roll okay, that to yeah. engage y'all in that and i don't change that to make sure and if you do go to change something like if you want to try something different like if you were like hey i want to change flanking is that okay for this session just to try and change it because most of the time your players are going to be like yeah sure we can try it out yeah like you know that's fine like if i go to change health potions because i want to change health how the way health potions in my in my game to make them a surefire number each time instead of the random rolls i don't like that never have but like i don't like random roll health potions. i don't like random roll i think it should be like eight plus your con yes or like a a a potion is 15. Yeah, like a small, like a that. weaker potion yeah. does. A high amount. potion or something is 30. And they're just more expensive. I Stuff like that. I like that. I like, do like that a lot better. Yeah. Um, but this, the, the second real problem that okay. I had, it got fixed later on mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, but we still had some flare-ups of it. Okay. Uh, just how schematical everything was like yes there there was a blueprint for everything that had it and if it wasn't if things went slightly out of order sometimes things got flustered right and it was like yes. things didn't and that's more derived from the book than anything right that, that's how i do however it. it's it's also from not necessarily sticking too closely to it but just treating the book as the gospel right and this is how it has to be yeah okay and, and that that comes that that gets better with experience that comes and with learning experience. and learning yes, how to do 100%. things but of the negatives those are really the two that yeah. i have okay 100 yeah, because there were some discrepancies yeah. in just general rulings yeah and then a lot of things ended up being not necessarily but like a blueprint right like yeah if some if something got out of place, the house of cards kind of crumbles. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. I agree with. And that. like he said, and like we said, that's that's more derived from being so on book and it being your first game. You know, like yeah. so, like you know, the next game you run, you know, like I said, it, it hopefully it will be, you know, take, take inspiration. Like everybody takes inspiration, but like hopefully it'll be just your notes and yeah. you're like and like what I do is I'll write paragraphs of information that I'll tell when you get to a certain place, and then mm. I'll have bullet points of what kind of certain things need to be met and different ways to meet those. So like one person needs to talk to a specific person. They can find that person through 10 different people. So like if you walk up and you say, say you need to find a thief, 
and this one thief, and let's say he's called um, Black Haired Ben or Bast, Black Haired Bast. Let's say that, yeah. and you're like, okay, you know, uh, and then you walk in and you're like, uh, hi, I'm I'm looking for a a black haired Bast. Do you do you know? Have you ever heard of him? And and then somebody's just like, no, and immediately walks away. You know that right there tells you, okay. He knows him, but he's scared to talk. So yeah. you go talking around, and you sit down at a bar, you buy a couple drinks for some people, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I know him. I worked with him a couple times. He uh, he, he runs around by the park down on 8th, and you're just like, okay, cool. So you go down there at nighttime, and then you be kind of stalking around, and you see somebody walking that looks slightly out of character, and you walk up and talk to him. While you're doing that, Brody could be over here. He could have gone straight into the brothel, and he's just like, you have any uh, interesting customers coming, like interesting clientele? And this one girl's just like, oh yeah, you know, um, this really uh, his 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 name's Bass, and he's a really really sweet guy. He's really cool. He always tips really well too. And he's like, oh well, uh, when's the last time you saw him? Oh, like three or four days ago. He comes in just about once a week, and he's like, okay. And he only he only ever speaks to you. Yeah, yeah. He has a thing for blondes, something like that. And you're like, okay, okay. So then Brody is walking around looking for blonde women in the town. And he meets a, and he's just like, hey, excuse me, have you ever, uh, you ever heard of a man named Bass? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, he walked me home one night, da da da, da. um, be like, we went, we went to the park together. By hearing the park, he goes to the park too. Y'all meet up in the park, and you're like, hey, so supposedly he's gonna be here, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you both look over, and you see a man, and he's walking with a blonde woman, and he looks kind of shifty. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, or say, and then he leaves her. And then goes and walks with a brown-headed woman. And then, about ten minutes into watching him, the brown-headed woman falls down on the ground with a sharp scream, and he takes off running because he just robbed her because he only likes blondes. Something like that, where you uh-huh. have to basically investigate the town, and you met the requirements that I that I wanted you to. You just took roundabout ways to do it. That way you felt more in control of the situation. Yeah. So I try to give... If I have three branching paths for each... Like in for three paths in the town, mm-hmm. that's three branches that have to be kind of met. Yeah, I want at least three to four branching paths off of each branch that help you get to that main okay, path. Okay, that's what you're something saying. like that. Yeah, and that way because it gives your players the illusion of an unsimulated world. Okay, because like you know, with with your game, we had to go talk to Zord because otherwise we didn't know any information because yeah. not many people knew, but yeah. everybody knew about him. Yes. But nobody knew. We didn't know what we were looking for. So yes. we had to go talk to Zord. But say, what if we met someone, we heard, overheard someone else talking to Zord? Like, he's like, yeah, I went and talked to Zord. And I'm like, okay. So I walk over to him and I sit down. I'm like, hey, can I buy you a drink, stranger? And he's like, yeah, of course. I get him a drink. We start talking and everything. And we hit it off. He's doing great. I'm rolling good. And then I'm just like, hey, so Zord guy, what's, what's his deal, man? And he just tells the whole You're thing a friendly to me. person he yep. opens up he tells me the whole thing tells me about the job i don't even know about zor i don't even have to go see him and then i come back to the group and i'm like hey 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 hey, hey. we're stealing treasure we're going on a treasure hunt we're stealing this and it's going to be ours fuck everybody else we're going to get the whole thing it comes down to the old adage there's more than one way to skin a cat exactly. yes exactly. and in D, especially as the dm you have to think of the path yes. to skin the cat yeah uh there there's it's a spider web. You yeah. have to, absolutely. You have to, like, okay, you played the, uh, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, that was a fun game. So you remember the, the end of the game when it shows you all the all path the trees? Paths you you have to think about that kind yeah. of thing. Every, and you don't have to have 500 different outcomes. Just enough to make but sense. at least have 
10 to 12 yeah. in that town. And because not everybody, and some towns, we might not intervene with. If we walk into a town, oh, that's cool. If we walk into a town, you might see a family being hung. Yeah. And y'all could be like, hey, this isn't our fight. This isn't our yeah. thing. We need to just leave. Let the government do its job. And then you find out, oh, um, the mom is on trial for being a witch, and they're all just affiliated. And you're like, is she proven to be a witch? And they're like, no. Yeah. No, not at all. But, you know, innocent Basic or guilty system. until proven innocent. And you're just like, when will she prove innocent? Oh, if she burns to death. Or if she doesn't burn to death. Old and you're trial. Like, yeah, and it's basically Salem witch trials. And you're just like, uh, no, this bothers me. Hold but on. That's when you're no. attacking alignments. Right. So then you can basically be like, okay, no, we're not going to do this. We're yeah. not going to do this. It's not our fight. Or you could be like, no, we're doing this because I'm not going to let a child die for no freaking reason. Yeah. And then so you stop them. That causes fallout between the guards, fallout between some of the citizens. So now y'all are kind of under the watchful eye of the citizens. They're going to tell on you, and the guards are looking for you. But this family can help you. turns out the mom is a witch, and she gives some sort of power to y'all to help y'all escape. Boom. You had your own little side story that wasn't even meant to happen, but your players feel engaged because they've made that choice to be there. Yeah. Or if, and, and you know, Casey told this story on the on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and, like, you know, she's given the giant, uh, the, the final bad guy speech, somebody slams the door in his fucking face. <laughs> and, like, you're just like, well, what? Or, like, how, uh... You know, it's like I did with with your with your dragon dude. I was just like, as soon as the punch lands, I'm just like, I cast Crown of Madness, hold him in place, and now he can't do anything except for melee attack if someone's in range. And then you're just like, fuck, and yeah. like, or you know, say if you if one of your characters is getting brought up to a headsman's axe, the guy goes to swing, and you're like, I cast hold person, and you stop everything from happening. You have officially derailed the story, but you've made your own story because now you have to think about the fallout of that. Yeah. Will it follow them to another town? Will they be wanted by the law, like in Red Dead Redemption? Will something crazy like that happen, or is it just going to be okay? And if it's okay, that's fine. But you need to give a reason as to why that's okay. Because in D&D, world, the, the world is better with consequences. And that I think that's the biggest thing I can tell you is have consequences to actions. After I burned down the bar, there were consequences. But as soon as we paid our way off, nobody looked at us different. Yeah. When the guards probably still should have. Yeah. Because we're in Waterdeep. We That's did a fair. lot of illegal shit, and the guards didn't really give a shit. Consequences. And especially because Waterdeep is so strict about laws, too. Yeah, it is very strict. There was a lot like we, you know, maybe what if an inqui- uh, one of the inquisitors, like a questioner, come up and was like, can I see your, your, uh, your right that says you can do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I hand it to him. And he goes over it with a fine-tooth comb, and he finds a mistake. And he's like, oh, we'll have all of them, you know, humans, man. We, we make some mistakes sometimes. And he's just like, and then, of course, he sees my ears, and he's just like, oh, humans make mistakes, huh? And I'm just like, that's racist. I ain't say that. <laughs> but, you know, it's that's you have to, like, learn to roll with those punches. Yeah. And it's like he said, the multiple ways to skin a cat. You just have to know how to roll with those punches. And you got so much better at that near the end of the game, especially in that last session. Because, like you said, we fucked that whole last encounter up because I was like, I'm going to try to talk him out of it. And then Brody, of course, was just like, do-do-do-do-do-do. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to distract him. Maybe Brody will get an attack of opportunity to be able to punch him. And then you're just like, he has alert. I was just like, fuck, that didn't work. Um, uh... 
shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's like my only. It's my only real criticisms. Okay, like everything else was good, and like the next you 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 started rough. Everything else was good to great, and and I I cannot wait to run under you again because it was fun. And next time I'll pick a different character. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brody, any last closing thoughts? I, you're putting me on the spot again. Ouroboros. Compliment me. It's always Ouroboros, man. Always they're Ouroboros. Um, but seriously, though, uh, it was a very enjoyable game. Absolutely. As with anything you're doing for the first time, there are ups and downs, but yeah. I'm glad that I was able to be a part of your first game. Right. I'm glad it was you a lot of fun, to, man. To, to see just the growth over the course of... Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll call it 20, 30 sessions, however long... How many uh, sessions it actually it was. Because it was, it, was ru- it was roughly a year and a half. I actually looked in my uh, book the other, uh, the oh, other yeah. day, and we but, started it on, like, August 20th of 2020. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> Over the, we'll call it thirty sessions. Just for right. like, over right. the thirty sessions, the the amount of growth, it was of, incredible. It was immaculate. Of also. just being able to do more than you started, Absolutely. it was a very very good moment and very proud of what what it came to. Um, I'm very happy to be a part of it, and I hope that we get to continue doing this in the future. And I hope that more of us step up and do DM. Right. And I would maybe like to just run two different games simultaneously, like. Mm-hmm. No, off dude. week and on week with like you know the there's the core group that always wants to play right and then there's the expanded group yeah and so the core group can get together and we can have a game running while the other and it can be a real like serious like knuckle dragger and yeah. then you can have a more freeform happy-go-lucky game that's more laid back for the that and that way we can introduce some new players too because what what, what i would love to do is have a, carson really wants to play right. i would love to have a revolt like zach wants to learn i would love to have a revolving door of players but at the same time it's the only part hard about that is that running a dm with more than five or six people is very difficult it's exhausting and my first game there was 12 of us <laughs> It was a lot. Now, we started dropping like flies and people left. But like, you know, it was exhausting. And then, you know, when we actually got to D&D, like we had a couple people that stuck around and then, you know, it slowly started to kind of drift off and I was like, "Okay, this is good." We have the group. And now we have the the group that always plays. Yeah. Me, you, Callahan, uh Taylor, Matt now. Matt. Yep. Yep. I hate that Josh can't be a part of them much more, but, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed it. I, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, in all honesty, I think it was a very good experience for everybody involved. Absolutely. Uh, not only not only for learning how to DM better, uh, but for learning how to play under different people. Right. Yeah. Um, you get used to playing under one person. Yeah. You do because their DMing style becomes second nature to you. Like, like I said, y'all know how I DM now. Y'all know that when you walk into a room, I'm going to give you a really detailed explanation about it, and then I'm like, "What do you want to do?" And I look at each individual person, and I give you all your little five seconds of fame to kind of tell me what you're doing in that room. And then afterward, I say, "Okay, while y'all are exploring this room, here's this." And then, you know, we move on, and it's it's kind of a checks and balances system, and we move from plot point to plot point, but during the middle of those plot points is when y'all get to do your tomfuckery. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I try to do the tomfuckery on the plot points, mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. You usually keep it fun until you decide to be a dick. But it's fine. That's well, your middle name. I'm a dick. Huh? I'm a dick. Um. Your name's Brody. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. Absolutely. Callahan. Thank you for being here. Thank you for talking about the game, and thank you for DMing. One hundred percent. It was a it was a blast. It was yeah, an absolutely wonderful experience, and we really really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I probably can't be on much that much more since I'm going to second. Right. But it's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll and get you back on in the thank, future. <laughs> and thank you for for being my crew to play absolutely. for me to learn. Hold we, on. We were always guys. the crew. Yeah. Yeah. But, Thank you for being patient. Yeah, That's man. my main thing because I know, me personally, as my own note to myself, I need to work on my frustration moments. Because like, when I get frustrated, I get mean about right. it. Right. And right. I don't like to be mean to y'all, especially. Right. It's just when I'm frustrated, right. I get mean. And especially if it comes down like when you realize, and you know, like when those moments you're like, oh, fuck, I messed that up. Yeah. Shit. And then you're like, okay, and I f- like I'm sorry, I fucked up. That was my bad. Yeah. And we're just like, it's cool, and you're good, you're good, man. But and you're just like, no, I feel bad about that because I made that mistake. But I jumped all over y'all because I was frustrated. And we're like, it's all good. And, and then I'm, sometimes it's our fault because sometimes Brody doesn't shut the fuck up, <laughs> and, and sometimes pretty, Josh doesn't pay attention. <laughs> and the one thing I'm proud of, I'm pretty quick to admit when I'm yeah, wrong. You are, you are. You've always been very, very good about that. You've yeah. always been very good about that. And that's just like when me and you finally realize we're like. We were both fucking stupid, and we yeah. didn't talk. And I then missed. you're like, my bad. I didn't understand. I'm like, my bad. I probably didn't communicate, and I didn't understand either. Yeah. Sorry. And I'm just like, not mad at you. Pissed at situation because I'm squishy. One combat encounter that I can help in. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight. And Absolutely. Don't thank forget to, so much. Don't forget to go to the Instagram. Don't forget to go to the Patreon. Yeah. What? <laughs> go to the Discord. Join the Discord. We're pretty active in there. Uh, so come check that out. Links are on the Instagram page. I think that's um, uh, I think that's really it I for the night. And, uh, yep. Thank you. Don't you dare go hollow. Fuck you. That's my line. Anyway, thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll be back next week. And always remember, don't you dare go hollow. <laughs>